you know, today is going to be a wonderful day. Today could be a wonderful day for many reasons. We might get mail from the postman. Or we might just get a... Tony Bruno. Because... The Tony Bruno Show. Welcome back. Oh, yeah, man. How you doing? You good? I know you like that. As my great friend and great comedian, Dom Herrera would say, is this thing on? You are looking live at a frigid night in Philly now that we are bereft of football action for the rest of the year. But we did have January football for the second consecutive January. And for that, we're thankful. Nick Foles, however, will not. I have breaking news to start the program, Luigi Curto. Tony oh. Bruno, Miss Robin, Luigi Curto's here. Jack's in the back. Joe Quillen's here. DJ extraordinaire. We're already going to the breaking news? Yes, yeah, breaking news. As many bail from the Pro Bowl, which will be played next Saturday after the AFC and NFC Championship games this Sunday, Nick Foles will not be replacing anybody so he can go back and avenge his Super Bowl, his not only his Super Bowl MVP, but try to become the only quarterback to win Pro Bowl MVPs two times in a career. I think it's only right. Luigi, Nick Foles going back to the Pro Bowl to reface whoever other stiffs are going to be out there in a game that nobody cares about. Oh, I think it's up to him to defend his title. I think I, the, can't, the, I want him to grab the mic the, again one more time. I don't, have, I don't have it. You, have. you don't have to have it. I want him to say, How's everybody doing? Let's make noise. Come on. Let's make some noise. Come on. And then, as happened the last time he was a Pro Bowl MVP, nobody in the stadium was paying attention because nobody was watching the Pro Bowl. And no Not even the immediate family members. No one should be watching the Pro Bowl. If you're going to go to Orlando in the last weekend of January, are you going to go to the Pro Bowl and waste a day, or are you going to go to Disney or Universal Studios down there in Orlando, Florida. I might make the pilgrimage just slightly north and make my way towards Mons Venus. <laughs> oh, that's <laughs> Tampa. Tampa. You've got exactly. to go, go in the middle of the state to do that. Not that far, actually, but still far enough. If I'm I, saying you're in Orlando. If I want to watch guys play flag football, I'll just go down to the local. Exactly. And hang out down there, man. But Nick, that's good, though. Nick Foles should be out there doing that. He's going to make an extra 20 grand. Exactly. On top of the 20 mil, he's going to turn down <laughs> and get 25 and a half. That's the funny thing, too, is Eagles fans are sitting there going, you know, if he turns out a contract that save a little cap space, yeah, he's going to turn down 20 to get 25. Listen, nobody knows, and nobody knows that, uh, that I love Nick Foles more than any man could love another man, legally or illegally. Well, it's true. Although it's illegal now. It's legal now everywhere, for the most part. Thank God. Yes. Especially with two consenting adults, with Nick Foles and I would be two consenting male adults. But I don't use Gillette Blade, so I don't, my toxic masculinity continues. My toxic masculinity will never go away. You know why? Because masculinity isn't toxic, Gillette. You know what's toxic? Your stupid, overpriced razor blades. Everybody out there that you're trying to appeal to has a beard. Nobody shaves anymore. <laughs> Luigi doesn't shave. I shave. I let it go for a little while, I shave. But the thing is, though, is that I usually do go to the Gillette because I got the five-blade system, and it works good. It contours my face, but no more. But no, I don't care if you buy Gillette. I'm not calling for boycotts. I don't buy I don't I don't buy. I steal them. You know what happens? There are now, like, Similac. When you go into a supermarket or, or like, Rite Aid, 
They used to have, you know, baby formula was available. Now it's under a lock and key. It's locked up. It's like spray paint, you know, in Home Depot or Lowe's. It's locked up. You know what's locked up now? Freaking razor blades. Yep. They've been locked up. Well, when it's when it's twenty four ninety five for five, four blades for four freaking blades is twenty four ninety five. It's it's cheaper to buy street drugs than it is to get a shave in this city. No, it was cheaper to start growing beards. Why do you think people started doing yeah. it? Hipsters don't shave. They ain't got Feminists money for that. don't shave. How much tight jeans cost? Damn right. You can't afford that kind you of stuff and a beard. Feminists are shaving their underpits now when a razor blade costs $20? Well, no, I mean, it helps them out with their Darth throws. You think like French that. women are going to pay attention to that crap when they let that baby go down and start braiding it under there? No, not at all. Ew. You think chicks are going to shave their faces now before they go out to another women's march? <laughs> Hell no. It's ridiculous. No, anyway, I don't care what you buy. I don't care what you do. I don't call for boycotts on this show. I just make opinions, which is what I'm paid to do. Just like the one I posted yesterday. We got a busy show coming up live at Moonshine Philly tonight. I just want to ask, are you cold? A little nipply, yeah. What is going on? Did I say nipply, Russ? Because you still have your jacket on. You still have your coat on. You look all bundled up. I am. It's freaking wintertime, and it's finally getting cold. Newsflash, it's winter, and we're supposed to get tropical. Now, what's the name of the storm? It's going to hit the east, west coast first. Harper? Oh, Bryce, is Bryce Harper? No, not Bryce Harper. That storm has subsided somewhat. That one's like most weather forecasters when they say it's going to be a blizzard and then some slap dick standing outside, you know, looking for a a couple of flurries. But California is going to get hit with this big storm, heavy rains, snow in the upper elevations, that kind of stuff. But we're supposed to get snow. What you're supposed to do, by the way, in January, since we really haven't had, we had a little dusting the other day, it's wintertime. Expect snow. Yeah, expect cold temperatures. I'm no meteorologist. <laughs> but I do watch Kathy Orr and our good friend Sheena Parveen, who was smart enough to finally get the hell out of Philadelphia, Washington, D.C., and go do weather in the easiest and best place in America to be a weather forecast. You know where that is? Tampa? San Diego, California, Beautiful. Baby. That's where she is. She was in Tampa. She came to Philly. She went to Washington and said... What the hell am I doing in Washington? They always preempt weather so they can go to another Trump bashing session. They don't care about weather. When you're 24-hour obsessed with Trump, going to the bathroom, eating ice cream, serving hamburgers with a Band-Aid on. He went to the bathroom twice today. Those are the important things they care about in Washington. Going to Puerto Rico to party with the big fat cats who grease their palms and put them on private jets. Not the real people like us, Luigi. I should call Sheena right now. In San Diego? Why not? What time is it there? I know one thing. She's not worrying about... Well, no, they're going to get rain out there. But I guarantee you she's not working. Remember when it would snow here? And and it it happens all the time. It's not just I'm knocking Philly. I'm not knocking the East Coast. Meteorologists panic. And the weather weather stations, the news stations, if there's a dusting of snow in California, if there's a drop of rain, they all go outside with umbrellas. Here on the East Coast, if there's a snowflake, everybody... And there's a lot of snowflakes in Philly. Just ask the mayor. He's the king snowflake in this town. He'll be dancing tonight to stay warm. That's how cold things of are course. getting in City Hall. But anyway, it's, they go crazy here. It becomes the lead story. You could have 16 dumpster fires, 15 gunshot you victims in North Philadelphia. You have a literal dumpster fire. Exactly. But the big story on Action News... Actually, last night, you know what the big story on Action News was? Luigi on Channel 6, ABC. Um, I even teased him about it on Twitter. There's a the lot- Bachelor! Oh, so because ABC has The Bachelor. I want to talk about The Bachelor. 
The Bachelor's on ABC, right? Right. And so there are, everybody's going crazy about toxic masculinity and men should be men and stop picking on women. And that, so what do they run on ABC and promote? One dude banging 15 chicks and all these stupid chicks going on exactly. TV to get banged by the same guy. Dude, I've been saying this forever. I never understood this. Where is the integrity in these women? You know he's hooking up with every single chick on the show. They're all trying to bang him to get with him. You do understand that you're going where every woman before you has gone before and knowingly doing so, yet you have not enough self-respect to step out and get your own man rather than fight over one to fit the other chicks are fighting for. And all these I women, don't get it. All these women and dudes go crazy. The Bachelor. The guy's an asshole. Exactly. He's always an asshole. He's a douche. It's the one guy who's his big claim to fame. He's like, he's a virgin. Yeah. Who gives a fuck? At 40 years old, do you really want to care so about So is Tim Tebow, and he's now hooking up with Miss Universe. He's married. He's, he's put, a ring, he put a ring on it. He I wasted know. no time with that, But that, the, the only thing worse than The Bachelor is The Bachelorette. Then you got one tramp chick who gets goes out and has 15 guys wanting to bang exactly. her. But that's not toxic masculinity with ABC slash Disney allowing people to just screw each other every night, hand a rose and say, hit the pike, bitch, or hit the pike, loser. That's cool. That's really, that's not toxic masculinity. That's not toxic femininity. That's cool. That's real cool. What the hell are you thinking, ABC? And that's the lead story on Action News because it's an ABC station. Just like whenever Fox has a dumb show on, they put their, you know, when they had American Idol, they'd always put the slapdick loser on the next morning, on the morning shows. And it's all the networks. It's not just ABC. It's Fox. It's NBC. They don't care about the news anymore. They don't care about anything. All they care about is pimping their shows. People love watching the dumpster burn, Tony. That's Speaking of pimping shows... We're heading to the Super Bowl in two weeks. <laughs> yes, we are, baby. And that's where pimping goes to the next level, to levels not before seen. No, that's where pimping ain't easy. Well, no, pimping is easy, actually. Well, Everybody's on Radio Row pimping something. That's true. That's where pimping is the easiest. You're getting pimped in or Somebody gives you a check, you'll pimp anal warts. Exactly. Oh, Carson Wentz should be on Radio Row pimping Accutane right. or something. It's something to relieve all of, the, all of the things on his face, unfortunately. I feel bad for the kid. Everybody's making fun of Carson Wentz because he has all these... I am. He's got a halo of like herpes around his he neck. Wa- yeah, you think he chose to do that? Okay. No, but you know what? You can, you can wash your face. You can pour it up. I, you're on, what? Robin. No, I was, it was very low. You've so, been on. Because, yeah, I don't think he's, he doesn't like wash his face. <laughs> no, it's been on. So... I think it's very rude of anybody to make fun of him. You can comment on it and feel bad for him. You could him. say he's never won a playoff game or actually played in a playoff game because that would be fact. Can't hold Nick Foles' jockstrap, I'll tell you that much right now. <laughs> I'm not making fun of him. All I'm saying is maybe spend a little less time in the, in the dirt, in the woods, no. getting, getting infested with all this crap Luigi, around your neck. The kind of thing that he has has absolutely nothing to do with cleanliness. That is a cystic... Exactly. That's internal. It's hormonal. It's it not has, from going out in the woods. It has absolutely nothing to do with that. Pop a pimple. Save no, a life. that is not how you do it's that. Not, they're not zits. I'm good. The it fact is, that you have no idea. I do have an idea. What's going on. It's called, I'm making, I'm just Okay, I'm just but, don't, but you're making it sound like oh, you're. I'm sorry for putting down a quarterback in the Philadelphia No, you Eagles. can put no, him but down. You're but it you're making it sound like he has something dirty. to do with it. You suggested he doesn't wash his face, and that's why he has lesions all over his neck and body area. Could be something else. Maybe my his wife family, wasn't a clean woman. My, the, the men on my side of the family, my dad, my it's brother. It's a ginger thing. My, it's, one, it's a ginger thing. It makes it even worse if you're a redhead. But two, if you are Irish 
um, and a ginger, God help you, because the cystic acne <laughs> is very prevalent in the ginger Irish people. Exactly. So you're anti-Irish now? I've always Are been anti-ginger. I don't like them. You don't like redheads? Judas was a ginger. You saw what happened with that? You, I thought that when you went to the Pirates of the Caribbean yeah, ride and you saw the correlation. when you saw the wench auction and the Pirates of the Caribbean. Well, ride. I mean, we love the redhead. I mean, but uh, everybody I mean, I'm wants to marry her. I'm just saying, but you, it's, it's it's you know, it's enter at your own risk. <laughs> That's what I'm saying. Remember, they say, bring us the redhead. Bring us the redhead. What's the matter? It was weird. The the sound just crapped out for a second. Is it is it there? Facebook. Now it's back. We're fine. Is it okay now? Okay. Nick Lowry is going to join us on the show tonight. Not Mike Lowry. And not Fred Lowry. Or Kyle Lowry. Or Lowry Seasoning Salt. <laughs> okay, you win. That's okay. it. You win, man. You win. I was never going Lowry You weren't going to go Lowry Seasoning Salt? I have salt. no idea what the hell that is, man. You don't know what Lowry Seasoning Salt Obviously, is? Obviously, no, because I'm saying no. L A. It's spelled L-A-W-R-Y. Okay. Whenever you're in a supermarket, I got all these seasonings. There's like 50,000 salts now. You got sea salt. You got bath salts. You got Jewish salt. You got Irish salt. Epsom salt. Epsom salt. You got uh, Mediterranean sea salt. You got the salt of the earth. Uh, what's going on here? Nothing. The audio's back to normal. People are just no people on uh, on Facebook Live are checking in right now via the Tony Bruno show. They are, they're saying some are saying that the 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 audio is low. Some are saying no audio whatsoever. I don't understand. We're coming through full board here. I know. We're but fine some, now. Some are saying good. Some are saying bad. No, it, we're good. Anybody that's having an issue, just restart. Just re reload, reload. Reload your page. And no, don't call IT. Don't call Verizon or FiOS or uh, Comcast. Just reboot, as we always say. You know when you call some like really fancy company where you bought a $10,000 device? Guess yeah. who just joined? Who just joined us? The fabulous Craig Larson. Who? Craig Larson. Oh, that guy. Oh. <laughs> or as, as Luigi would say. Who the fuck is that guy? Luigi said when we were out in Houston and he met Craig Larson for the first time. That was the best. <laughs> <laughs> Just kidding, Craig. Just kidding, buddy. Craig Larson says that the audio is good, so it has if, to be good. If he yeah, says it's good, yeah. that means it's good. It's, it's good enough for me. That's so fine. we told you that Nick Lowry is going to join us, former Kansas City Chief great. One of the two greatest kickers, not just in NFL history, but certainly in Kansas City Chief history. Yeah, he had that the solo crossbar. He had that great stash. Yep. Remember the Nick Lowry stash? Top five stash? stash, man. Top five stash. Is it kind of like a given that any kicker needs to have a good porn stash? Not no, 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 no. Now all these guys are like... If you want to go greatest kicker porn stash of all time, you got to go Ray Finkel. Ray Finkel... But they were fictitious But still, though, it was, the stash. It, was Tom, it was like Tom Selleck-esque. I'm was, talking about real kickers. Uh, I don't know, man. Nick Lowry had a good one. Yeah, he had a great one. But anyway, Nick Lowry is going to join us. We'll talk about the Chiefs and the Patriots. And after all the hubbub about, you know, wild card teams and who's going to make the playoffs and who's going to get a home game and who's going to have to win on the road, do you realize this is only, do you realize that 12 out of the last 13 years, at least one wild card team advanced to the championship games? I did not know that. Yes. So this is one of the rare years where at least one of the wild card teams didn't make it to the title game. So it just shows you that everybody's talking about underdogs in the first weekend. Obviously, there were a lot of underdogs that took care of business. And then this past Sunday, all the favorites covered, except the only team that covered as an underdog. Do you know who that was? Uh, the Philadelphia Eagles. You're damn right. You're defending Super Bowl champions. Now, are they still the Super Bowl defending Not anymore. champions? Well, yeah, yeah again, until, until a new champion is crowned. They are still the champion. Until they get to snub the White House and not go get hamburgers and hot dogs and pizza and French fries and Frosties, they remain the Super Bowl champions. And how dare 
they not get surf and turf. For college kids who are supposed to be broke-ass kids who can't afford to go to McDonald's, the interesting thing about Reggie Bush and all these other pompous, sanctimonious athletes, pampered guys like Reggie Wood, Reggie, what was his name again? Reggie Bush. Reggie Bush. Ba, 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 Bush who me. had to give his Heisman Trophy back because he cheated along with his family, and he talked about uh, slap in the face to the Clemson kids for getting hamburgers. What's a bigger slap in the face, Reggie Bush? Guys who broke-ass college kids, as you like to call them, who don't get paid, getting free hamburgers, which they eat routinely, or taking away a national championship, all the scholarships, erasing the history of USC football, and many of your classmates, who, by the way, are now working at McDonald's and Burger Kings. Let me think about it. For $15 an hour if they're lucky. What's a bigger slap in the face? USC having records erased from their history, having to hand back the Heisman Trophy, getting your ass tuned up by the Philadelphia Eagles in the NFL, being one of the most overhyped yet underperforming busts in NFL history. He was okay. He wasn't... He was, a, he was an overrated, oh, this guy, when he gets in space in the NFL, is going to be unbelievable. He had a nice little career. Do you know how he ended his career, Reggie Bush? How did he end it, Tony? He ended his career in Buffalo, where he set the record for the for fewest yards. on. He actually had a minus yard, uh, yard, ma- minus minus yard rushing at okay. the end of the year. Look it up. His final season with the Buffalo Bills, Reggie Bush had minus yards rushing. That's a nice way to cap it off, right? Give up your Heisman Trophy, destroy your USC franchise, your, your organization, destroy all the kids who went to USC and have a national championship to their belts that's all of a sudden gone. They do realize, like, and, and the, mo- the one thing you did want to, you, you, you alluded to was, it's not a prerequisite for them to have food there, right? Like, no, nobody gets food at the White House. So, all again, and, and, and the people are going to say, oh, you're just a bush honk, Tony. Oh, you're right, Tony, by you're the way. Just a, when you go to the White House, guess what? Nobody gets free food unless you're at a state dinner or something. You don't get food. The Patriots didn't get food. Anybody who went there on this bullshit pr- tr- tradition that they should just end. They should just end this stupid shit. Who cares anymore? It's something that's it's jumped the shark. Some people used to like going to the White House. Some people don't. So don't. You go. are a rude, terrible person. Thank you. That's what I'm specializing. Le- uh, Reggie Bush's final season in the NFL, 2016, with the Buffalo Bills. How many carries? He had. He, he, he uh, had thir- He played 13 games. Right. He had a total of 12 carries. For how many yards? Negative three yards. However, he was able to fall into the end zone once and score a touchdown. Wow. Let me give him a roaring round of applause. That's a slap in the face to anybody who's ever played in the NFL. Talk about going out in a thud. Reggie Bush is Reggie best. Bush. Reggie Bush is How do you like that, homeboy? I didn't do too well, man. And know. by the way, I was ripping Reggie Bush when it was cool to rip Reggie Bush. When I was on the USC flagship radio station in Los Angeles, Pete Carroll came on my show every week when he was the coach. He had a contract to come on and talk to me. And you know what I did? I didn't kiss his butt like most homers at local radio stations who have to kiss the butt. I wasn't disrespectful to Pete. He's a great coach. He is a great football coach. But for Pete Carroll to basically say that he didn't know Reggie Bush, his stud running back, Heisman Trophy winner, wasn't driving onto the campus in a Ferrari every day or some super-duper car. Remember the other dude at UCLA, the quarterback? Matt Leiner. 
No, oh, no. UCLA? The UCLA quarterback who parked in a handicap spot because he got a handicap decal. Remember no, him? I don't remember that guy. Yeah, he was a, he was a, what was the dude's name? I can't even remember his name now. He was a stiff in the NFL. But there was a UCLA quarterback who was highly touted, stud player, but they absolutely eviscerated him. And again, I'm not a UCLA or USC fan, so I don't have, any, I don't have a dog in this hunt. They destroyed him. McNown? Yeah, Cade McNown. Yeah. Cade McNown at UCLA. Cade McNown, yeah. You found it, right? Yep. What was the story about his handicap parking pass at UCLA? He had plaque, something with the plaque. Uh, despite efforts to lighten the surveillance of illegal parking. I'm just looking for it. He basically had a handicap placard, and since he was the star big man on campus quarterback at UCLA, he parked in a handicap spot. They found out, and they ripped his ass, and they should have. You're a star quarterback, unless you're on crutches and you're the star quarterback. Right. You unless shouldn't be parking in a handicap spot. Unless you're injured, you should not be... Unless you're Sebastian Janikowski and can't walk five feet into the facility because you weigh 400 pounds, you shouldn't you should park in a handicap spot. If you're on injured reserve... He got ripped for that. Reggie Bush is lionized for, for winning a Heisman Trophy, and now he goes on Twitter and, and conveniently forgets that he did way more to slap in the face his own school, his own high school, his own university, his own teammates, his own classmates, his own team, and especially his own career. So congratulations, NFL Network. You hired yourself a cheater, and I hope you're proud of it. Anyway, that's enough on Reggie Bush. So Chris Peterson says, Leinert, Barkley, Castle, McNown, Palmer, Burns, every one of them, I mean, uh, Palmer, Bums, every last one. I said, don't forget the great, the immortal John. David Booty. And of course, you know who else we're fagging out about? Who? Mark Sanchez. Oh, Mark Sanchez. Exactly. Mark Sanchez. El Butt Fumble. Mark Sanchez. The GOAT. The GOAT himself. Right now, who I will bet this right now. And I like I know Mark Sanchez. He's always been a good guy to me. He's not a bad human being. I'm not saying Reggie Bush is a bad human being. He broke rules. Right. We, we all, all break, break rules, rules. sometimes. Yeah. But when I break a rule, I don't cost many people like their livelihoods or their championships or have their records expunged. Nor when you've actually like hit a low point, do you make fun of or call out other people? It's no. like it's like it's it's that old biblical proverb: "Ye who have had what well, what is it? I'm really bad at this. Ye who have uh, done no wrong, cast the first stone." Boy, Robin, you're quoting your Bible quotes. I know that you can't even recognize. <laughs> Shows you how much I, I really think we do have this the actual no, 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 Robin, say it one more time. Say the quote one more time. Ye who have done no wrong, That's cast it. the first stone. So let it be written. So let it be done. Exactly. That's what it was. I'm pretty damn close. Come I don't on. know what it is. I don't read the Bible. Oh, Tommy Maddox. Tommy Maddox. Tommy Maddox was actually good. Rodney Pete was a, was a USC quarterback, yeah, too. But, but Rodney oh, Pete had a good career. We who are without sin cast the first time. It's all about sin in the Bible. I thought it was about glass houses and stuff. The glass house where we had our Super Bowl party just a couple years ago out there in San Jose, California. Let have- he who is not walking in with strippers <laughs> yeah. cast the first stone at the glass house. I'm sure that that's in the Bible. <laughs> I do Pass remember the first that. bone as they walk past the glass house. <laughs> oh, reading from the holy book of... Great vodka, I exactly. think it was, yes. That, that and was, Sky Energy. That was in the Old Testament, I'm sure. <laughs> yeah, I'm an old school Old Testament guy myself. <laughs> anyway, enough about that crap. Jesus. You know who's going to join us tonight? Who's going to join us tonight? We've got a star-studded, jam-packed show. Do we? Yes. yes we do. Okay. 
You know, we told you that uh, Nick Lowry is going to join us by telephone. Right. We'll talk Kansas City Chief football, mm-hmm. kicking, and all the other yeah, no, stuff. And not only that, but he is um, part of the National Medical Foundation. Oh, yeah. He's doing all kinds of great with, stuff after football. With cannabinoids that are hopefully going to help. Like, they've had great success in helping um, people with... Uh, players in the in the NFL, no doubt, and with PTSD and and uh, players that have um, the concussion syndrome. So CTE, yep, CTE, all so kinds of things. And all, he and, so and he's uh, going to talk about that a little bit as well. And you know, he was born in Germany. Did you know that in Munich, Germany? I Nine. did. Nick not. Lowry. No. And the other great kicker for the Kansas City Chiefs. Now, this is old school knowledge right here. Go ahead, Jan Stenerud. Do you know where he's from? Right? No. Norway. Did you know that Jan Stenerud? who's one of the all-time greats in football history, not just the Chiefs. He was the first soccer-style kicker inducted into the Pro Football Hall of Fame. Okay, what is a soccer-style kicker for those of you who... The guys who kick, like everybody now, sideways. Yeah. They used to be... Crickers used to kick the ball straight Straight on. Straight on. They would approach the ball and kick it straight. With the tip of their foot. Yeah, like Tom Dempsey, who had no tips of his foot because he lost his... And some of them would even kick without a shoe on, right? Yes. We had a couple of... Tony Franklin was a guy who kicked with no shoe on. That was a fad for a couple of years in the 80s. That would hurt. But they did it. Tony Franklin did it. Another Eagle kicker kicked with no shoe. Who was the other guy other than Tony Franklin? Paul McFadden. That's right, who opened a bar inside the uh, Lincoln Financial Field, I think. Or no, that's over at Citizens Bank Park. No, no relation. Paul McFadden. So Nick Lowry is going to, you know, he's going to join us here, speaking of football, in the house here at Moonshine Philly tonight. Lee Woodall. Lee Woodall. Remember Lee Woodall? Who doesn't? Not Woodall press-on nails. No, that, what's the press-on <laughs> nails? Lee press Lee's on. press-on nails. Lee Woodall, of course, great linebacker, went to Westchester University here in Kay. suburban Philadelphia. Had that Super Bowl rang on. He played for the 49ers, was a great linebacker in the NFL with the Niners. And interestingly, he finished his career, he finished his career in the Canadian Football League. But he went from the Niners to the San Diego Chargers and won a Super Bowl. And you know who the quarterback was for his San Diego Chargers that won the Super Bowl? Not Phillip Rivers. I do know who this is. I remember being at that game in Miami. It was Steve Young against the great Stan, the man Humphreys. So Stan Humphreys has a Super Bowl ring. Nick Foles has a Super Bowl ring. But Carson Wentz doesn't. No, but that's, he's got time. Philip Rivers doesn't. Philip Rivers is running out of time. Yeah. And Philip Rivers, a guy who's had one of the greatest careers you could ever remember, may never get even a chance to win a Super Bowl ring. It just shows you how unfair life is. But he's blessed in other ways. He's got 76 kids. I know that. He's now, a, at least you, he's, he's not a toxic masculinity you, guy. Do you no, know he's definitely how potent, the fabulous though. Lee Woodall is here tonight? Yeah, he's... I just said he was here in the house. house. Yes, but do you know how and why he's here other than the fact that Because his wife drove him? Exactly. They're next door having some of Big Rube's chicken. They're next door having some of Big Rube's chicken. He has discovered the fabulousness of Sky Energy Drink. Yes, he has. And he is going to be one of the representatives as well. And so he's joining us, and um, it's because of Sky Energy tonight. Exactly. And so we thank him, and um, if... Uh, Craig Larson actually just mentioned that he was unable to find Sky Energy in California. I know. Well, that... I may have to go door to door. There, there is a very easy way to do that. If you go to the TonyBrunoShow.com and clink, click... Clink? Not clink. Click on the Sky Energy link. Mm-hmm. You will find... Um, it takes you straight to the Sky Energy site, and from there, you will be able to find all the people, all the distributors, and also be able to order it if, in case any of the local stores don't carry it. Exactly. 
I may have to go out and get a big special van. You know how I have those vans that go around and do samplings of product? That's where how Red Bull started. They were doing samplings of media people who eat, who eat and drink right. anything as long as it's free. You know, the biggest freeloaders and slugs and really on earth. I mean, I know that there are people out there that actually claim that they like the taste of some of these other energy drinks. No, they don't have a choice. That's the problem. Well, personally... I'm they like, didn't I, have a choice. Right. Now, there's actually something that really, truly, honestly tastes good and is good for you. And it does give you natural energy instead of being all hyped up on overly caffeined, overly sugared exactly. energy drinks. Exactly. So check it out if you want to stay healthy, if you don't want to have like that heart racing, jittery feeling afterwards. and you don't Even if your kids on. are like playing Fortnite... It's actually safer for them than drinking all that other, yes. uh, what do you call it, Four loco and all that other. Because it's full of B vitamins, which is stuff. your body's natural. And for those of you who do not know this, this is it. B vitamins are a class B drug and vitamin, meaning that your body, if it has enough of what it needs, you just pee the rest out. It doesn't exactly. stay in your like system. Like Luigi, he pees them out every 10 minutes. <laughs> and I'm the one who's old and has got a, you know, a, de a, de a decapitated... Prostate. Well, it can't be decapitated. That means it would have a head. I hate you. I got a prostate. You know, I got an aging prostate. I got a, you know, when I'm watching Frank Thomas and chicks hit on him in the gym at 2 o'clock in the morning. When yeah, I'm that's the, that's the, if, if, if one more guy's get cuckolded by freaking Frank Thomas commercials, oh. they're like, oh, Big Hurt looks like you could still play more ways than one. Big Hurt ain't hurt nobody anymore, all right? Trust me. And it's always these like middle-aged white chicks who are hitting on Frank Thomas in the gym, the, and they're like touching him up. The best, Isn't that feminine tox masculinity. The best was the, the, the best ever one was <laughs> was NASCAR when they had Mark Martin, oh, the yeah. Intimidator, driving the Viagra car. It's like here comes the Intimidator, Mark Martin, driving the 1993 Viagra Chevy. I'm like, what the Intimidating who? Jesus. He always went to the head of the, of the field early, though. Yeah, but then after did. four hours, Listen. after a couple of pit stops and uh, malfunctions... Eventually, he came across the finish line. <laughs> <laughs> they weren't... Seriously, they weren't waving checker flags. Women were waving the red flag and the white flag going, now, it's listen, over. I don't care who you know, people do endorsements. I do some endorsements. I'll pimp anything. But Frank Thomas at night. And they run him like every commercial break. I know. Like Science Channel. Is I'm Frank watching Thomas? Science Channel. And there's Frank Thomas with a couple of MILFs trying to bang him in a gym while their husband's standing there. Oh, Frank! And then he goes down and sits down at a fake TV set like he's going on the air. Have you seen that one, the latest one? No. Oh, yeah, yeah, I saw that one, yeah. It's for some, like, ageless male or one of those things. Nugenics or one of these things. It's supposed to make you, make you uh, uh, like, rock hard, whatever. And you notice all of those things say at the bottom, these claims have not been, uh, have not been verified by the Food and Drug Administration. Right. We're going to tell you anything we want, but at the bottom, the Food and Drug Administration still doesn't think that these claims uh, pass any muster at this particular time. <laughs> but buy it anyway and have them put you on auto pay so they'll keep charging you for the next 10 years unless you threaten to go down there and burn the place down. One of those <sighs> deals. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. What else we got going? We got, we got uh, other guests joining us in the second half hour. Yes, so. we, will have a, we will have an ignorance is cashing in update showing that anybody can become wealthy in this country. Really? Because I haven't figured you out. You could be dumber than a rock. And Great not only. You could become a congressperson without the least amount of any kind of math skills. Like, like, I could become a member of Congress because I don't know anything about math either. But I don't have to. I could just throw shit against the wall and people will believe me. Of course. And then you got perhaps the dumbest mutant on the planet <laughs> getting herself an 
almost million dollar contract now, Luigi. What? A million? A million dollar contract for being a functional illiterate. So see, kids, don't give up your dreams. It doesn't matter if you can... Just give up on school. ...put together a sentence. You can get yourself a career. And I'll explain that later on. Plus, we'll have an Antonio Brown sports drama update, and it involves... This one's like a, a pyramid scheme. You got Antonio Brown and Bruce Arians and Emmanuel Sanders. Everybody ripping everybody else today. Tony, we got other breaking news. Did you, uh, did you know that Mary... Uh, Brenneman just announced 2019 is the last year in the booth. For you mean her Marty name. Brenneman? I mean Marty Brenneman, yeah. Did you I'm say sorry. Mary Brenneman? No, well, I, I misread it because I got stuff in my eyes. I'm sorry. The great Marty Brenneman. His, you know, his son is Tom Brenneman, who does games on Fox yep. as well. But Marty Brenneman, legendary broadcaster, another one of the all-time greats. And I have to apologize to people. We have phone lines lighting up like crazy. We may not be able to get to many calls because we have a lot of people on the phone. Yeah, so I don't want to tell for Nick Lowry to right hang now. on and then have you wait for six hours. Yeah, we're waiting for Nick Lowry to pop you, on. But now. if you okay. want to hang on and you want to listen, that's fine too. Yeah, but if you, we'll, we'll open the phones later in the program because we got a jam-packed show, as they used to say on Mike and Mike. So we'll have a uh, we'll have a hair of the dog update too. It's that time of year again, mm-hmm. Luigi. I, I know. I'm excited, and you know what I'm doing this year? I'm actually quite proud of myself. Well, I do this kind of. You're all going the time out and anyway. spending a lot of money on a dress that you'll wear one time. No. Oh. I am doing something that no woman ever does. I am wearing the same dress that I wore several years ago to Hair of the Dog, which is like a major female faux pas, but I am altering it so nobody will know. She's going to repurpose. I'm going to repurpose. She's going to put some puffy clouds on it and (laughs) repurpose it. She's going to buy, like, because everybody's going to remember that Robin wore that dress four years ago at an hey, event. Yes, they When there's like a thousand women all dolled because up. Because the media photos are going to be there. The red carpet photos are going to be there. And they're going to go, hey, hey, I recognize. So Enough people, of that nonsense. Yes. Speaking of people we recognize. Yes. Miss Robin, as you know, not only speaks Dutch fluently, but she speaks and understands German. And our next guest was born in Germany. But I bet you one thing, he probably still can't speak German like Miss Robin can. But he's one of the all-time greats, not only on the field, but off the field, not only a pro bowler, not only in the Kansas City Chiefs Hall of Fame, not only a guy who had, what, 386 field goals, 568 extra points. How many fantasy points? That's a lot of fantasy points right there, Tony. (laughs) I got to go back and check to see how many were from 40 or 50 out, but I'm sure Nick was putting plenty of points on the boards for fantasy players back then. You remember the stash. You remember him in Kansas City. He is the great Nick Lowry who joins us tonight. <laughs> Nick, thanks for coming on. Appreciate the time, pal. How are you? Hey, I had I had the record for fifty yard field goals. I had three over fifty seven, so I did okay. Yeah, so and I was back in the day nice when you had to. They didn't. They didn't expand. They, you know, they were the the, the, the actual the field goals were more difficult. You know, that the extra points were not from the ten yard line. That was when football was real, Nick. No, <laughs> that's true. That's when the Pro Bowl was real. That's when the Pro Bowl was real and, and spectacular as well. Now, Nick, uh, obviously you're Kansas City. I know you played, uh, you, you, you played for the Jets, and, and you actually were, went, started with the New England Patriots, which is interesting because they're playing the Chiefs this I weekend. Did. But you're, 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 you're a diehard Kansas City Chief fan through and through, right? You never give up the team that you spent the most time with, do you? No, absolutely not. You know, it's sort of when you went through the rite of passage that I went through getting my rear end cut by the Jets and then by the Patriots, we just lost them. How did that happen? I don't know. We just lost them. The call just dropped. Yeah, you heard that tone. It was yeah, weird. I'm going to have to go back to it real quick. Okay, we'll, so we'll let me, get it back let me on try the line. to. 
But Nick Lowry is going to join us. And then uh, later on, He's right calling, here live. I think he called from a cell phone, too. Did so, he call from? Yeah. Well, let me see if I can just pull up somebody else on hold real fast. And if I can talk to them, that means we're okay. All right. So give me a second. Is, I don't know. Hello? If oh, is Larry, Larry there? Nope. That's not going to help. I'm just going to rest- I'm gonna have to restart the, yeah, the phone. I'm oh, sorry about that, guys. And sorry, we'll get we'll get uh, Nick Lowry back in a second. Yeah, Ed, that was that was a that was a connection issue with Block Talk, so I apologize. All right, we're gonna call him right back. In the meantime, the uh, Chiefs and the Patriots on Sunday. Now, that's the 6:40 game. So the two games are on Sunday. The first game is at 3:05 Sunday afternoon Eastern Time. Saints indoors, of course, against the Rams in a rematch. The number one and two seeds there, and then when it's going to get really cold and it'll be dark in Kansas City at 6.40 p.m., dark, cold, frigid, wintertime temperatures. You saw the snow last week and how sloppy it was out there in Kansas City. The Chiefs at home, do they have an advantage or a disadvantage? We'll break it down when we get Nick Lowry back. But, of course, the Saints, three-and-a-half-point favorites over the Rams, and the Chiefs are three-point favorites over New England. So these lines are not moving that much so far this week, and it's only Wednesday. Right. But, you know, the big money guys are there. Is this line going to swing in either direction? I would think so. You yeah, think so? I, yeah I, th- I think you're going to... But s- not, like, by two points or three points. No, 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 no. It won't be anything that drastic. But I could, I could see the Saints line coming down a little bit. Um, I'm sorry, I could see the Saints line going up a little bit. I could see the... the I could see it probably being four and a half to, to I, kickoff. I don't know. It depends on where... The, the line's only about where the money goes, and that's why they make yeah, it Yeah, and adjustments. I think a lot of money's going to be going on the Saints. Well, a lot of money. There was a lot of money on the Saints against the Eagles, too, and the Eagles covered the number. So it's not about who wins or loses, unless you're the players involved. It's about the point spread, let's okay. be honest. But Nick Lowry is back. Do we have him? No, we won't. We'll have him back. Give me about a minute, Tony. Just okay. to restart we'll get him back up. in one minute. We, we mentioned Lee Woodall is actually here, so he won't get disconnected because he's actually in the building next door. So we're calling... Uh, you know why he's next door? Because he's eating yeah, big group chicken. I know. He, w- he was going to eat here and have some of the fabulous food. From that, Moonshine. From Moonshine, which is awesome. But then he heard... Your show will go live in five... I don't understand why it does that. And Sorry then, about that. And then he found out that Big Rube's fabulous chicken was next no, door. No, you know who found out? His wife. Yes. Because his wife said, I know him. She was like Will Ferrell in Elf. I know him. I know him. I know him. I know Big Rube. I took pictures with him one time. Yes, because Big Rube, for those of you who do not know him, other than his fantastic fried chicken, he is also an amazing photographer. That's where he started doing photography. I mean, he, was, he did photography at all the big events, and then he dabbled in food, and now he's like, has the best fried chicken in the city. Even Colonel Sanders goes knocking at his door. I think he should start his own actual, like, restaurant. A chain? Yes. Big Rube's fried... You know what he calls it, though? What? His menu's great. It says... Black folk style cooking, <laughs> and he's exactly right. Oh, that is so not PC. You know, you know that's white privilege, Tony. That's yeah, just privilege. like my buddy uh, up there uh, at, pa- at Sirius XM Patriot, that's who was called a man who was. You see, I posted a picture of me and David. the guy and David Webb, who was a talk show host on Sirius XM Patriot, which is a political channel, who happens to be black. And anybody who's actually spent like five seconds doing research when they do an interview. Like, when I have Nick Lowry on, I mean, I know a lot about Nick Lowry, but I also, you know, dig into the stats. Nobody just hands me this stuff. I go in to do some research. Yeah, I do it for I know Nick Lowry. I remember him playing. But when you're going on and you're a political hack, and you're going on a radio show, and then you accuse the host of being white and and having white privilege, not realizing that the host isn't actually white, that's pretty embarrassing. That's pretty embarrassing. Absolutely. What's going on over there, Jack? 
It's not allowing you to call out. Why not? You got him? Thank you. I'm going to pull Nick right up right now. Is he there? Yeah. I don't, Jack, we don't need to screen him. I know who it is. You sure you don't know? You're we, we, know we know we, we know it's Nick. Sorry about that, Nick. We apologize for technical difficulties. You're back with Tony now. We have a very deep... It's okay, guys. We have All a deep good. screening process here. It's like getting a gun. But I, you have to go through an extensive background check on this show. But while we were doing that, well, I found out exactly how many fantasy points Nick Lowry scored. Now, now, now <laughs> Nick, do you know, based on your 583 field goals and 568 extra points, how many fantasy points you would have gotten in today's game? I have no freaking clue. All I know is I've had so many people tell me they made a lot of money off of me, but I never got a check in the mail from them. 1,072 fantasy points scored. Give him a roaring round of applause for that, man. That's that's hard to do. Cody Parkey's never going to get that many points. I'll tell you that right now. I like Cody. That happens to all these pitchers. I mean, you know, they have a couple great years. And, but Nick Lowry, like Jan Stenerud, and the guys of that era, Morton Anderson, Jim Bakken. You remember Jim Bakken? And Adam Vinatieri is the only guy still going, man. It's unbelievable. And Adam Vinatieri's older than all of them. Yeah, I can't. <laughs> now, could you believe? Do you believe what's going on, Nick, with Adam Vinatieri? I mean, he's like the five. Although he missed one last week, There's the fact ten. that he's still kicking is unbelievable. He missed two. He missed an extra point too. But other than that, he had a great year. He is uh, after my generation. I'll put it that way. He's been the best kicker uh, in the history of the game. I mean, clutch field goals, consistency. He still kicks off well. And thank God he had a horrendous game against us because if he makes that extra point, he makes that 23-yard field goal, uh, they're within one touchdown, and their play calling would have been different, and Andrew Luck might have been a little bit more patient, and uh, we, were, we, we needed that. And no doubt about it because you guys dominated. When I say you guys, the Chiefs and the young quarterback is a phenom. Really dom- and the amazing thing of the entire weekend is that the teams that had all the great defenses – were the ones who got savage. The Cowboys' defense was riddled. The Kansas City Chiefs played the best defense of the weekend. They did. They, uh, they didn't allow a first down until 28 minutes into the game. And yet fans were still throwing snowballs. You're not supposed to throw snowballs when your team is winning and shutting the other <laughs> team down. <laughs> you know what? In a, in a, in a stadium of 80,000 people, freezing to death, half of them, uh, they've been selling beer, you know, and having drinks out in the parking lot probably for two hours before the game. So now they're into it for, you know, three, three, four hours. There's always going to be out of 80,000, there'll be one idiot that does something stupid. Well, it happens here in Philly from time to time as well. It happens everywhere. That's the bottom line. It's not just one city. I mean, you put mix alcohol, snow, cold, ice, Jimmy Johnson appearances. Yeah, Philly. Yeah. Philly, you guys have some Philly, Philly roots and uh, you know, Temple University, I believe, as well. And you know, the grand tradition of Philly fans uh, is preeminent. Let's, let's face it. Philly fans have, uh, have been creative, to say the least. <laughs> We're talking with Nick Lowry, one of the all-time greats. And not just as a player and all the Pro Bowls and your records and things, but you've done a lot of stuff. Because people always say, yeah, kickers, you know, they're really, they're, they mess up the game. They're really a necessary evil. Yep, a lot of you guys go on and move on and have unbelievable careers. I mean, since, since your playing days, you've been doing stuff for all kinds of charities, for homeless, for, for animals. For, and now you're doing things in the, in the chronic traumatic encephalopathy department, CTE, which is becoming more and more well-known as we talk about athletes and concussions and the effects of guys who've had multiple concussions, which we used to laugh off and do the whole thing, hey, just rub some dirt on it, how many fingers am I holding up, get back yep. into the game world. It has yep. changed remarkably. Yep. 
Well, you had Tyler, the, the backup quarterback at the University of Washington at the age of 21. He had a 65-year-old brain, and, and he shot himself in the head. Devastated family. Uh, what we're finding out, my friend Kwame Lasseter is a great player, had four interceptions uh, at the end of the season to put the Cardinals in the playoffs one year. Uh, Dwight Clark, uh, even though he was diagnosed with ALS, I guarantee you that there's a CTE component. Uh, and, and, and this is not about demonizing the game. The best thing that ever happened to me, Tony, was playing in the NFL. The best thing, the best people, uh, the chance to be the best at something and to challenge and dig deeper than you've ever done before to find what you need to be you know, at that level. But we've got to preserve the best game in America by facing up to this because it's not going to go away. It's not just football. It's a life issue, and we're finding this out. I was on MSNBC with uh, Dr. Bennett Amalu uh, about a year ago, and uh, what we're trying to do is create, and we've had real success at Ken Life Sciences, and by the way, in research at your own Temple University with mm-hmm. Dr. Doug Brenneman and Dr. Bill Kenny, uh, we've created something called KLS 13019, which is uh, 50 times more powerful, 400 times safer, 10 times more bioavailable, and it's targeted to create what we call an intercellular helmet. Because even though the NFL is fixated on rightly on improving helmets, what we found with CBDs uh, through the Salk Institute and Dr. David Schubert, through UCLA Torrance and Harbor Torrance Research, 446 traffic accident victims, anybody that had CBD in their system were five times less likely to die of a traumatic brain injury. So what we're finding is neurogenesis. We're finding a way to protect and make the individual cells retain their definition because what happens with guys like Mike Webster and Junior Seau who I was proud to play in two game-winning field goal, thank you, Pro Bowls. <laughs> uh, you know, when, when he shot himself in the chest, they found amyloid betas in the system, which is the clumping of these cells where they lose their definition, they collapse into each other, and all those things you don't want to have, memory issues, rage issues, uh, depression issues, sleep issues, dizzy issues, um, just any sense of, of control over your life is lost. And it's a torture. It's a torture for these people. Mike Webster, his wife Pam Webster, is a good friend. Uh, on Facebook, we, we text two, three times a week. Her life is devastated. Uh, and this is a beautiful game. It's the most fantastic game to watch. But we've got to do something to protect it so the future generations and their parents and those kids can look forward to playing it and not worry about something devastating having, happening to them the rest of their lives. Talking with Nick Lowry. Great kicker, and of course, NFL Man of the Year five times. That's before they what? gave those patches, right? That you put on the jersey that with the Walter Payton patch. <laughs> yeah, I was I was the Chiefs nominee and their, their Man of the Year uh, four times, and once with the New York Jets, and uh, very proud of that. And winning the Byron. here's a here's a great statistic for you, or, or story of my next door neighbor. This is how spoiled I was, Tony. I grew up next door to Byron Wizard White, the Supreme Court Justice who led the NFL in rushing for Pittsburgh and then two years later for the Detroit Lions. That was my next-door neighbor, and in 1993, I won the award named for him. And a lot of the work that, that I do is just inspired by the fact that, you know, I was spoiled. I had great people around me, and most people, if they're surrounded by good people, good things happen. And, uh, you know, this is, to me, if I do nothing else in my life but help preserve this game – and uh, honor people like Mike Webster and Junior Seau and Dwight Clark and Dave Duerson. And, you know, that's, that's the greatest thing you can ever do in your lifetime. 
Nick, this is actually, this is Miss Robin, producer. I have a question because from what it sounds like you're saying is that the cannabinoids would be taken medicinally prior to anything happen rather than it being a yes. medication afterwards. Now that is absolutely It astounding. helps afterwards as well. It helps in recovery, but, but as we know, preventative medicine, it's harder to measure long-term, but if you stick with it, that's what we're beginning to do with the real science, the, the highest caliber science, people like the University of Wisconsin, Mayo, Barrows, and Temple University at Canada Life Sciences, all of the best people are looking at how do we make this so that the brain itself is more resilient. And that's why I call it an intercellular helmet. And Canalife has developed these molecules. We have the only government patent because, believe it or not, the government itself has a patent, 6630507, by Nobel Prize winner, Dr. Julius Axelrod, which literally says CBDs as neuroprotectants. And so all we're doing is following the science that's been there for 30 years that we know the neurons in the brain are much more resilient to impact. And if we can make this a daily multivitamin, not just for football players, but for hockey players and for rugby players, soccer players with their headers. And we're going to find out more and more, unfortunately, how pervasive this is. And yet at the same time, the good news is we have the solutions for it right now. Nick Lowry, a great humanitarian. I run down the list for people. No, you went to Ivy league school, Dartmouth, right? three-time presidential aide, a poet, author, teacher, philanthropist, Hall of Fame athlete. You've been on every major talk show in the world. And then people just think, oh, Nick Lowry, I remember him with the mustache and the single bar of kicker. Yeah, and, and, and that's, people, that, that's the reality of the world, unfortunately. Yeah. You know what? There's nothing wrong with that. Because you know what? The best thing you can learn is to get over your narcissism uh, that all us pro athletes have to deal with and realize, you know, we're all human beings. And, you know, if you're just doing it because of your ego, which Lord knows it motivates you, you, you want to compare yourself, you want to compete. But in the end, the more satisfying stuff is as you develop spiritually as a human being and make a contribution. And what's beautiful about this age of athletes is more and more athletes you see doing that. And, and that's where real success is. The ones that sabotage themselves, you know, and shoot themselves in the foot literally right when they're about to have great success, they haven't figured that out. And I'll just tell you a really quick story. Pro Bowl 1982, 17 Hall of Famers on our team. I got to kick the game-winning field goal with Steve Largent holding and Ted Hendricks and Earl Campbell and Dan Fouts, all these amazing people. And Jack, Jack Lambert comes up to me before the, the kick and goes, Rookie, we only make 10000 bucks if we – I hope you can believe this. We only make 10000 bucks if, uh, if we win this, but we, we make only 5000 if you miss it. So make this kick or I'll rip your fucking head off. <laughs> that was Jack Lambert. No so pressure. After no the pressure. game – I'm in the locker room and I'm like, you know, beat out the on standard. Here I am, the Pro Bowl, Hawaii, palm trees. You know, this is a pretty wonderful moment in my life. And yet I felt when those cameras left the locker room, there wasn't much left. I felt like there's a huge vacancy. And I realized if you don't intentionally, whether you're the best radio host in the history of the world or whatever it is, make sure you get to share your success with other people. It ends up being really empty. And, and, and I'm going to make a nice segue here. Patrick Mahomes, if you notice every single time he's interviewed, he talks about how great the team was and how great it was to have so, so much support from his line and his teammates. And that's the lesson that sports teaches better than anything. No, you're absolutely, we got to meet Patrick Mahomes 
a couple of years, the year that he was drafted, right before he was drafted, because Lee Steinberg was a good friend who represents Patrick. He, he was at the Super Bowl Radio Row, where I've been for now going on 30 years. So I got to meet Patrick and his mom, and obviously his dad was a great major league pitcher, and the most humble kid, great family. I mean, even though we didn't really get to see much of him play in college, except from the highlights, you could see by talking to him that this kid was grounded and, knew, and, and, and had it. Whatever that it is, you could exactly. see that he had it. You know, um, it's the grounded ones, like a Steve Largent, I'll give it as another example. You know, they're, they're, Franco Harris, you know, the grounded ones are the ones that have the long careers because they understand that everything they do in their lives. There's a video we have after the, the game last Saturday night. And he's coming off the field. And everybody else, you know, they're excited. They won a big game, first time in 25 years, a home playoff win. And all the guys are walking, and the fans, as they go by, are yelling. And there are two kids. And Patrick Mahomes is the first one, after about, well, probably 30 players, who walks directly over to these kids, takes off his headband, and gives it to the kids. Now, that took him five seconds. Mm -hmm. Those kids will never, in their lifetime, on their deathbed, they will still remember that moment. And it's the players that understand taking those extra five seconds to sign an autograph. That's where the juice of life is. And that's why a guy like Patrick Mahomes is not only going to be good, he's going to get better. And he's not going to sabotage himself because he gets that. That's the kind of guy I want to invest my team in. You know, it's funny, as we're talking to Nick Lauer, we had a guy just sit down next to us who I believe your career is intertwined a little. Maybe at the end of your career, the start of his a guy from here in the Philly area went to Westchester University, became a great linebacker with the 49ers. Lee Woodall. Do you ever, do you ever meet Lee Woodall, Nick? Uh, I, I don't. Lee, did we meet? We probably did. <laughs> I, re, I remember, you know, he was a linebacker, so thank God. But I remember one thing about Lee Woodall. I seem to remember he's a pretty damn good hitter. <laughs> so I'm very glad we didn't meet because with my skinny little shoulder pads and helmet and my single bar, uh, it probably would not have been a good result. Yeah, but that mustache stopped a lot of people in their tracks, oh, yeah. though, Nick. Come on. And then you shaved the mustache off, so you're not even, you're not even going old school with the mustache anymore, Nick. I know. I look at those old photos, and I think, what the hell was I thinking? But you know what? It was, what? The uh, it was that, that was sort of like prehistoric, like the Pleistocene era. You know, you look at it, and you go, oh, that was that era. Okay. Well, I'm, I'm not in that era anymore, thank God. But it's like Tom Selleck, you know, finally shaving it off. I mean, it's just something that you just you have to maintain. Something. It's part of you, though, man. Exactly, exactly. That's your signature. <laughs> and he, and he's got it back for his TV show. So there you go. But you know what? Uh, I did use it as I told Tiki Barber and Brandon Tierney last year. I, I did uh, have it because I could, you know, stick a little extra cheese under the mustache, you know, for for snacks. <laughs> but I don't do that anymore. <laughs> well, Nick, it's a great story, and you're doing great work off the field now. I, long after your career is over. And, you know, I, 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 I don't dislike the New England Patriots, even though the Eagles beat them in the Super Bowl last year and they finally got their first ring. But I love Andy Reid. You know, he was here in Philly. He, he spent an amazing, great time here, and he was a great coach. And now people in Philly realize how great of a coach Andy Reid is long after he's gone, what he's been able to do with his coaching tree and all the people who love and respect him. So I'm going to be rooting for the Kansas City Chiefs this week, and I have no control over the outcome of the game, and I know it's Brady versus a young quarterback, but <laughs> in, and, and they both play outdoors in cold weather, so there's no really big advantage. But uh, that would be awesome to see the Kansas City Chiefs back in the Super Bowl. 
Well, guys, this is a different Andy Reid than even last year. With Alex Smith, the quarterback, very conservative play calling. Don't make a mistake. It's wide open. We have got the single fastest NFL wide receiver or player at any position, including Daryl Green, who is a defensive back, you know, a great player, Hall of Famer with the Redskins. Yep. Tree Kill is the fastest in traffic player I've ever seen. He gains literally several feet every stride. No one can keep up with him. Then you got Travis Kelsey, who's kind of calmed down and become well, he was the best overall consistent tight end in the National Football League this year. Then Sammy Watkins who's big, who's got great hands, made a couple of big hat catches, and then this guy named Mahomes. And, you know, if we can just give him a little bit of time, the thing about, about the hood, you know, otherwise known as Belichick, is they do come up with schemes that will shut down important parts of your, of your, of your offense. But this guy, even without, even without Kareem Hunt, you know, losing that great running back, this offense is so difficult to defense. So, you know, Tom Brady has the experience – no one's ever had eight straight AFC Championship games uh, experience and confidence, and he's playing with a chip on his shoulder. But Tom Brady, I don't believe, has won an AFC Championship game on the road since 2007. So I think we're going to beat him by 10 points, and uh, it just comes down to our defense, uh, just like Michael Strahan and Human Year and those guys when they beat him when they were undefeated about whatever that was years ago. Uh, if we put pressure on Tom Brady every single play, uh, in the end, I think we're gonna we're gonna have a, maybe at least one or two more turnovers, and and we're gonna beat these guys something like thirty three to twenty two. I agree with you. I think they're gonna blow them out. No, I'm just joking. I don't know what they're gonna do. <laughs> Sounds good. Sounds good. <laughs> <laughs> I love well, Patrick Mahomes, and I don't hate Tom Brady. I don't hate I don't hate the Patriots. Right. I just love Mahomes. I, I love Andy Reid, and I want to see them in the Super Bowl. That's all. Yes. Is that too much to ask? I. I <laughs> I, I think it's great. You know what? The best thing about the NFL is if this team beats the Patriots, you know, then they've earned a right to the Super Bowl, right? I mean, this is the okay. ultimate challenge against the great competitor himself, Tom Brady, and the and the best coach, you know, maybe Lombardi, I guess, is up there. But uh, So we'll have to earn it, and it's going to be cold. It's going to be a classic game, but uh, I think we're ready, and uh, we have to hold on to the ball. Don't turn the ball over. Put pressure on Brady, and uh, – and they're going to try to shut down Tree Kill. You'll probably have to just jam him at the line all day long because he's that dangerous. Unlike what the Eagles secondary did in the second half against the Saints last week, where they gave him like ten yard cushion. Come on some, in, just come on in, man. Come like, on not in. even I attempt know. to stop, not even attempt to get the first, uh, you know, bump at the line. Michael which, Thomas just caught a pass for thirty-seven yards right now. <laughs> <laughs> it just happened right now. <laughs> Don't replay it. He's still going. He's still going on. Hey well, Nick, it was a pleasure yeah, to talk. Quick, to you. Are you going to be um, uh, on Radio Row for Super Bowl, Nick? Doing the rounds? I will. I would love to join you guys. Uh, I just did an interview with uh, Greg Bishop from Sports Illustrated, and he's very interested in talking about the CTE issue. I'm and I want to talk about in the positive terms about the best game in America and how we can preserve it. And at Can Life, I know we've got some solutions, and we just want to move it so we don't wait 15 years or 20 years. Let's do it now. He can I sign agree. my 1993 fantasy football lineup for me, too. Exactly, even though there wasn't fantasy football yes, back there when was. he was kicking. There yes, was? There was. <laughs> yes, there was. Back in 93, absolutely. It was called rotisserie. It wasn't called fantasy. In 1993, fantasy. there was fantasy football. Not like there is now. No, not like there is now. It's different. But it Nobody was... bet on kickers back then, did they? Sure. Who? I don't know. Everybody. <laughs> Everybody. Everybody. Did. Everybody. Well, Nick, we'll see you in Atlanta. You won't miss us on Radio Row. This will be my 30th Super Bowl. All so right. They have dubbed, Jim Rome dubbed me the king hey, of Radio I'll see you there, Row. Guys. 
We'll see you down there, man. Thank you so much, Nick. Nick Lowry, let's it. give him a roaring Thank round you. of applause, Luigi. The great Nick Lowry. I love talking to players who, years after they stop playing, are doing things and doing great things, helping the homeless and unfortunate and trying to help medical science. Lee Waddell's one of those guys. He's been out of football for a while. He won a Super Bowl with Stan Humphreys. <laughs> Stan Humphreys don't even remember that damn Super Bowl. Uh, as I mentioned, the one guy down there in San Diego who everybody wants to see. Philip Rivers, right. Philip Rivers yes. does, can't sniff a Super Bowl. No. But Stan Humphreys won a Super Bowl with Lee Woodall, former 49er great, goes to the Chargers and wins a Super Bowl against uh, the 49ers, I, I believe. That's back right. in my Steve I was Young's there. Teams, the Young Steve. Yeah. I was Young's there. I was, I was there with the young Steve Young. Yeah. How long does that feel? Does that feel like it's like 20-something years ago? It, you know what? To be honest with you, it just feels like it was yesterday. Because, you know, the time you think about playing, and, and it just feels like to us when we look at the game and we see it, it feels like it was just yesterday. Mm -hmm. Like I was just in the Super Bowl and I was just playing last night. And, you know, it just feels that type of atmosphere for us. We never lose that feeling. I'm telling you, guys that are out the league, when they're looking at the game, they get nervous. They feel the same intensity when you're sitting on the couch and you're watching the game. You get these intense feelings that you, you feel like you're in the game. Your palms start to sweat because you remember it, and it brings back those memories. So. I, I used to play in high school, and I sit on the couch now, and I watch, and I still remember that I can't play. <laughs> yeah. I, it still reminds I, me I, every I, time that I couldn't play. That's what it was. I but. remember as a white wide receiver, I had one thing that white wide receivers have is what great hands. I had great hey, hands. Tony, I played. I could have played for the Patriots. Tony, I was a starting corner in the public league. <laughs> all right, so that shows you I can have, I, have, I can I can run with these guys. All right, like Freddie Mitchell said, my hands were very good to me, man. Yeah, exactly. That's the only thing I had was hands. I had pretty good speed, but I was white. Well, Lee, Lee still looks like you could play a little bit. No, no. The thing about that a makes me bit. proud of guys bit. like little Lee bit. Woodall is you know Westchester small school, yes. right? Yeah. Billy White Shoes Johnson. Oh yeah, that's right? a friend I mean, of mine. Great yeah. small school guys who are going out there and, and making an impact in the NFL. Man, I, when I see guys, when I remember you playing with the Niners. I remember Billy White Shoes, and you're thinking, man, these guys went to small schools, and there they are yeah. on the biggest stage. It is. It's, it's quite a difference now. They're looking at the small schools. Yeah, that's a big difference now. But when we went to school, I didn't even go to. A lot of people don't know. I didn't even get invited to the combine. So I was drafted without going to the combine and, and ended up doing that. And that's very rare to happen these days. Right. So what happened was is that the small school started getting those athletes that could have played at Division One but didn't play there. Although you know what happens with Jerry Rice and all the rest of the guys that came from those small schools, Steve yep. they make a name because they're fighting for that position. They're fighting to make an impact. And then the drive that they have just stays with them, and they keep working all year around. That's what I did, and I still do it now. But it's guys like you and, and Billy White Shoes uh, who started basically paving the way for these, you know, these NFL teams and these scouts to start looking at these smaller yeah, schools because they're finding so much amazing talent. Even here, like you know, locally, Brian Westbrook, yeah. you know, coming from yeah. Villanova, smaller school. You know, these guys. Howie Long's a Hall of Famer went to Villanova. Yeah, I mean, look at <laughs> Terrell Owens at Tennessee Chattanooga and all yes. these all these really small schools. And you look at Steve McNair. I mean, he was found out in the middle of nowhere. So it's like, right. Even Warren Moon too. It's, it's, it's well, not Warren Moon. I'm sorry, but I was saying Steve McNair. But it's guys like you who helped open the eyes right. to the rest of the right. of the league. Going, hey. These guys can play out here, man. Just because they're not playing on the biggest stage in Division One, 
They can absolutely do it on the NFL. And then level. Lee goes to the 49ers, who happen to be pretty good, too, <laughs> exactly. which doesn't hurt. <laughs> yeah, that was, that was quite a, a, a trip there because if you really look at that team that I was on in 94, you had a lot of guys that ended up being in the Hall of Fame. Those guys had played in the league for a long time. You go with Ricky Jackson, Richard Dent, yep. and you go with Jerry Rice, Steve Young, and the list just kept going, and Deion Sanders that was with us for one year. Those guys made you a better player. Mm-hmm. I mean, me coming in, I was, I was coming in as a rookie. A lot of people don't know. I was drafted as a safety. So after one mini camp, they moved me up to linebacker. And then after they moved me to linebacker, I had to relearn because I had played linebacker at Westchester. <laughs> but playing linebacker in the pros was a totally different story. They stayed with me after practice every day. I had an hour after practice working with my linebacker coach, working on my hands, working on what's my fits, working on my reads. I remember one time they said solid right, and I was supposed to go to the right, and I was going to the left. They said solid left, I would go to the right. <laughs> so it was a different aspect for me. But you know what? With those guys of veterans surrounding me, it made me a better player, and it made me understand the game a lot faster. And I ended up starting seven years out of eight. So that was quite a a bit of a a time for me to enjoy the game, understand the game. But I remember playing in the Super Bowl, and this is what I say about a lot of rookies. And, you know, as you look at Kansas City, the rookie quarterback, he's just having fun. Yep. No pressure is really on him. And that's how I played the game as a rookie. There was no pressure on me. So you get to enjoy the game a lot more when you're thinking like, okay, what is this? I I played in college. Okay, I played in a bowl game. Okay, now I'm at this. You guys are stressing. What is this about? Oh, I think we're supposed to do this every year. This is easy. Let's keep doing it. So it will tell you that's how he's thinking. And if you look at the way he's playing, he's playing exactly that way. Very relaxed, like he's just enjoying the game without the pressures. Lee Wardall, the great from Westchester. Now, you played most of your career with the 49ers. Yes. But then you go and play with the chargers and win a ring, and you have the ring on. And I said to you when I saw I said, damn, that ring. Look- I know you got big hands. But nowadays... <laughs> I mean, that's, that's puny compared to the rings now. It look is. at that. That's I a, look that's at them now. That, well, let, uh, let's, well, let's correct. I, I won with the 49ers. Right, I, right, now, right. I can't discredit the 49ers. Right, I won yeah. with the 49ers my rookie year. We beat San Diego. Then I ended up going to Carolina. Then I ended up going to Denver for one year. But you're right. The rings today... I'm like, can I trade mine in? Uh, I think <laughs> can I, I get an upgrade? An upgrade? Yeah. I actually have a question. Out. Because a lot of the rings, I think the last many years, they've been like the white, gold, or platinum. Yes. Was that a conscientious switch, or can you guys choose no. which color gold you want? Nope. It's, it's one ring, and they're never duplicated. There's not a ring that's the same. Even if, you know, even when everybody's winning and New England's repeating, they're not getting the same ring that they had. They only make one of those, one of a kind, and it's never duplicated. And that's why the NFL has it that way. And they switch from the gold to the white gold and then with the diamond. So you get all these things that they have to go through to get approved and everything else. Right. But, of course, you see the rings now. Oh, they're man. huge. Yeah, they I'm are. looking at the side of it. yours. Now, on the side, I mean, it's a beautiful ring. Don't get me wrong. But, you know, it's got the Niner logo on there and it, but it's got like the sides now have more diamonds than the fronts did yes, back in the day. They do. <laughs> well, they now do. now they well, like I said, well let's look at back in the day. Keep taking it back. Oh, yep. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> I remember when I went to the to the hockey hall of fame. The first ring was like the first like Stanley Cup ring was just like a brass circle. That's, that's all it was. <laughs> like a wedding ring. No, but now like you know the, the yellow gold. Yellow gold has been kind of like faded out a little yeah, bit. No right. one's really wearing that anymore. But back you right. know when Lee was there, that was a, that was the big thing. 
And again, those diamonds shine a lot brighter when they're on that, you know, that 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 white face, that platinum or that yeah. white oh, gold yeah. face. Yeah. And that's why they got the bigger, bolder. That's why everyone's going bigger. Everyone's going yeah. bolder. A lot more yeah. colors. A lot more jewels. And a lot more millennials. Exactly. <laughs> yes. <laughs> they're like. That small ring? Oh no, no, yeah, I don't no, want thank you. No. Wait, my contract. I get a catch not... on my. Oh, I get a catch on my finger, please. <laughs> oh, whose yeah. ring did I have on? And it, two that was of Barrett my Brooks. fingers. That was, Barrett, oh, Brooks. Barrett Brooks. His Steeler ring, man, that's gigantic. Oh, yeah, yeah. Two well, you know Barrett, right? Yeah. Local guy on TV, of course, played for the Eagles, and the Steelers won a ring there. Yeah. And his ring was not that old. That sucker's huge, man. Probably size fifteen, right? I, mean, I could practice. <laughs> and the Eagles' rings from last year, man. I mean, those things. See that? Yeah, they're phenomenal too. They have they have their own like they have their own like walker with them. Attach a wheel thing that you put the kickstand. You mean a kickstand? Yeah, like yeah, a kickstand. <laughs> Believable. Lee Ward all joining us now. One thing about Lee also, you know, he was out in San Francisco. This is great out there. I lived in the California for eleven years. Love the Bay Area. Bay Area. Yeah, beautiful. But you, you could have lived out there. You could have had your own vineyards by now. Yeah. Could have gone up there. You know, with, with Jerry Rice and actually uh, Montana's got his own winery. Yeah. Everybody's got their own winery. No, I, think, out there. I think Joe sold it. Did he say, yeah, yeah, but he, he had did. it. He had one. Now, he had when, it. You, when you were in the Bay Area, where were, was your residence? Where, we where were more in the Los Gatos, and then we... Oh, and I then, know it well. And then, <laughs> we were just then, there uh, two weeks ago. My mom lives in Menlo, Menlo Park. <laughs> oh, so, okay, yeah. beautiful area. Yes. You know, we were more in that area, and then, you, of course, you have Santa Clara, yep. where the practice facility yeah. is, and then it, the stadium used to be in San Francisco. Yep. Now it's in Santa Clara. Beautiful stadium, beautiful place to play. I think what Tony was, was, was getting ready to get to was the point that he could have stayed there. You could have stayed yeah. there. You could have stayed there. Stayed but you there. came back to the Philadelphia area. Yes, And I our did. terrible, terrible... And I hate to do it to you, man. I hate to do it to you, man. Now, your wife is here. And she, she didn't care about coming on show. She found out Big Rube was next door with the fried chicken. That's right. She said, the hell with this crappy radio show. I'm going next door to see Big Rube because I know... She did a, I know him. Right. I know him. Oh, yeah. She didn't think I know him. And guess what? And we knew each other. I was like, what are you doing? Look at the fried chicken. Hey, I had the fried chicken. You had the pillows of love? You had the pillows of love afterwards? No. You had the pillows of... Oh, man. He made the, the strawberry sauce? Yes, yeah, the dessert. Yeah, the, the pillows yeah. of love, man, are so it. good. Oh, yeah. So good. I was like, what is this? This is like, it's oh, okay. fabulous. Yes, it is. It was great. Yes. It was awesome. No, Told he's you. the best. Told you. <laughs> and that man works harder than anybody. I mean, he's yes, working he seven days. He used to be a photographer. Now he's well, doing no, everything. He still does yes. the photography I know, but too, I'm saying but... that was his full time job. Now chicken has taken over his life. Well, because well, chicken is a, a, a full time job, Tony. If you make good fried chicken, it takes time. Absolutely. To make it. <laughs> and he has Roman. a secret. It's better than the Colonel's secret. Yes, he does. No, yeah. his chicken's great, and Rube's a great guy. We it love him. He's here every Wednesday next door. Moonshine here. And great people place. come out. They come from all over the city to see him. Yeah, it's a great place. Great place to be, great atmosphere, and we enjoyed the food very much. You know right. what I'm missing right now? My what Sky Energy. I didn't get any Sky Energy tonight. Eh? Oh, oh, there's yeah, the whole the case over energy. there. You got to have that. You got to have the Sky Energy. Oh, you brought the sugar-free for Luigi? Right, yeah. Well, no, make sure it's sucker-free, too, because we don't do it in any No, this, no, this is sucker-free on this show. Everything's sucker-free, man. Sucker-free. Come on, man. Sucker-free. And Lee's got plenty of energy, too. I, I know. know. I just had a sky. That's, that's exactly where it's coming sky. from, man. So you know, Lee, what it's else natural. do you have going on right now? Well, I'm the gonna... NFL alumni president. And right. I do a lot of speaking engagements, and I also work with my wife, who's here. And uh, we do a we have a nonprofit organization called Jaden's Voice, and my wife is very famous around Philadelphia. And we also have a, my wife has a, a home care business. So, but I, one thing I always talk about, I say to my wife all the time, and she's going in the office. I said, you know what? I love retirement. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> 
Me too. I'm retired, but I just can't get away from doing this stuff. But this is fun. Yeah, this is fun. Well, they asked you to leave. That was a different. No, no, no. I, I left on my own time. I did 45 years. You know, it's, it's like an NFL career, except I've had a lot. Of, my head was hit in many other ways. Right. So I'm concussed after just talking for 45 years. I was actually hit just years. recently again. Yeah, I just hit my head. I got a bandage on here, and my new cabinet's in the kitchen. I forgot to close it when I was taking stuff out of the dishwasher. Really? And bam, yeah. Is that what the I'm not, I'm not concussed yes. or anything. Bum, 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 bum. So he, he turned around and went down so, so fast. So I retired, and then I said, you know what? This is fun to me. This isn't work. It is. That's why I go to the Super Bowl every year. We right. go to the Final Four. The Super Bowl is like a, a, it's like a reunion because I know everybody, and I go there, and I get to see all my friends, right. people I've worked with. Right. So it, it's fun. Even though it's work, it's really not work. Even it, though the Super Bowl radio rows like 12 hours a day because right. you're there right. all day long, every day. Yeah, we're a, working. It's a lot of fun, though. It really is. It, it that's is. why I keep doing it. Exactly. Hey, you know what they say. If you're having fun, you're not working. Exactly. You haven't worked a day in your life. So and that's why I said, I'll stop it. doing this. People, when are you going to stop doing this? I said, when it's not fun anymore. Exactly. Or I'm dead, whichever comes first. <laughs> <laughs> now, your wife's got a couple charities, right? You mentioned the, the yes. home care? Yes, and then with Jaden's voice uh, for autistic. Our son is autistic and what we do is that she gives back to the community and she helps a lot of people. And the reason why I say she is because my wife is very active. And the unique part about our relationship is that we we really balance each other. We have two A personality people and what we learned is that we are actually the same. <laughs> and when we started doing it, it's so funny because when you see an autistic child, an autistic child will teach you how to love. And I tell my son that all the time. I say, you know what? If you want to know what perfect love is, talk to an autistic child or watch an autistic child. Because when they love on you, that is a love that is mm -hmm. beyond anything. Well, Lee, I, I don't know. If, I mean, you obviously you guys don't. We've never met before. You don't know this. But I'm, right. I'm a huge proprietor for autism awareness and things like that. I raise money for him every single year. I do gotcha. a, ton, a ton of things for him. I've had multiple people come on the show and speak about autism wow. awareness and all those things. So I'm, I'm big into that. So if there's anything I could do to help later on for that, please let me know. And, and you know who I'll, else we're involved in? A good friend of ours, Rodney Pete's wife, yep. Holly oh, Robinson, yes, another yes. Philly girl. Yes. We, we were out we to one of his events. One we see her events. all the time every year at the Super Bowl. We, raised, we finally won one last year. And yeah, we raise money great. every single year here uh, during the, the month of December um, uh, for autism, where we do shots for tots here at Moonshine, mm -hmm. and right. all the proceeds go to go to autism. Wow. Yeah. No, it's awesome. Well, and Holly Robinson, okay. Pete, and her husband, Rodney, doing they do great work job. as well, man. There's so many great people who have the public eye who are out there doing great stuff. Exactly. And you're right about autistic children. You know, it's like, it's like animals, like dogs. They're dogs perfect. give you unconditional love. Right. Humans, a lot of humans don't. Yes. But, but autistic children, special needs children, they're perfect and, yes. human beings. And dogs, yeah. they really are. More love than any other regular human being will ever give you. Very and if you true. take the time, they can teach you so much. Most people yes. don't take the time, though. They That's teach sad. you a lot. They, exactly. teach, they teach you patience, too. <laughs> Trust me, they teach you patience. Sure. You better be patient with me. <laughs> I'm going to have a meltdown for an hour, and you're still going to have to be patient with me. Exactly. <laughs> so now you're out there with the Sky Energy. Oh, yeah. And my boy Ed over there, man. Is this stuff great? Because people always say, because I don't do a lot of endorsements. Right. But I, I, you know, right. I remember when I was, I tell, always tell the story. When I was working in L.A., I was at Staples Center during the Shaq Kobe era, and there was a big press conference inside the Staples Center in the, uh, in the press area. Right. And this company came in, and they were handing out samples. Mm -hmm. And I handed, I took one, and I drank, and said, oh, man, this stuff's never going to work. And right. it was Red Bull. I said, oh, this stuff's <laughs> terrible. Nobody's going to buy This is terrible. But yeah, obviously, they became huge. Yeah. And so it's, not, it's a matter of personal taste. So I never really liked energy drinks. Right. I know a lot of people do. But then Ed came in and he said, you got to try this because this is not a clone. Most of them are clones. Yes. They're all, people like them, they're all the different names that you know, they're all pretty much the same. Right. But this doesn't have the aftertaste and that's, nope. that's why, when I tasted it, 
that's the way you, that's the way you finally decide. Right. That's, oh, this doesn't taste like anything. And then you taste it, and you know what everybody says? You're right. This doesn't taste like every other energy drink. Yeah, and it's very true. <clears throat> Excuse me. Uh, I've tried the different energy drinks also. I mean, we at work together, of course. We do a lot of things together. And I, when he first met me, we, we sat down and talked. And I was like, oh, okay, well, let me, you know, if I'm going to talk about a product, I got to taste the product. I got to really live in the product. I got to be about the product. So he said, this Sky. So I said, okay. Sky, catchy name. Mm-hmm. And so I started drinking it. And all of a sudden, my energy level went up through the roof. But it didn't have where you normally the jitters have that and crash. Stuff. Yeah. That crash, right. And yeah. that aftertaste in there. Yep. And the unique part was the B6 and B12s. Because, yep. you know, they say you need the B6 and B12. That's going to give you the energy. But it had a leveling in energy mm-hmm. that was unreal. Because I've tried different energy drinks and I've tried, you know, the powders. I went through the through the liquids and then I just tried those things. But what happened was when I drank this, I kept asking. And here's a funny story. My wife, <laughs> who doesn't drink a lot of energy drinks, she doesn't really care for energy drinks. So I came in. I was like, um. So I went into her office. I said, uh, try this. This is a new energy drink. <laughs> So I went to the office, a couple of the girls were like, oh my God, that's very good. So my wife was like, what? An energy drink? Okay, I'll try a little. All right. It's okay, babe. It's okay. All right, all right. <laughs> I said, really? I said, okay. So I'm trying to win her over. You right. know, you try to win her over in that. Like, if you get your wife's support, you're good to go. So I was like, okay. But does so she then drink coffee? I'm drinking it. Yes, so she, she drinks, drinks coffee. Co- okay. she I drink coffee, coffee too. Morning. I just have so, coffee in the morning. That's it. Yes. So guess what? So I'm going. I'm going looking for my energy drinks. So I'm like, where's all my energy drinks going? Next thing I know, my wife is drinking them. Oh. I'm like, oh my goodness, she's taking them. I hate all to do it to her. Give her one of those, Luigi. Uh, well, yeah, we, if she's we, drinking Sky Energy, I'll give her one of these instead, man. Give her a roaring round of applause. That's right. I was going to give her the prices right loser her. But no, because she, I'll do she it anyway. saw the light. No, I didn't. No, no, I don't give her. No, I'm so, <laughs> We're just joking. We, We're just joking. We had kind of a similar story when Ed first approached us. He's right. and and Rich through Moonshine. He was like, "We wanted you to try this energy drink." Right. And Tony is very particular about tastes, incredibly particular. And so <laughs> I know there are many times where you know you have to be like nice. And so I told, I knew that his body language, and so I kind of knew that if I tasted something. I would give it to Tony, and if I liked it, and I knew that he would like it, I would say, yeah, Tony, you should drink it. And we have this sort of code shorthand ahead of time. And sure enough, I tasted it, and I'm like, holy cow, this stuff actually tastes good. So I have it to taste Tony, and I'm like, no, Tony, tr- really, try it. I did You'll try like it. it. I, didn't, I wasn't I reluctant like was to like try that it. What is that? that <laughs> because I, I did the same thing. Oh, yeah, it's not going to taste. It's going to taste like everything. Right. And then right. I taste it, and I... I, I it doesn't taste like every other one. It will win you over. And it's blue, too. You. It's got a great color. Yeah. It's it, my favorite color, blue. It Except will I'm not win wearing you any over. No. You're wearing a jacket. I am well, wearing a everybody, jacket. Everybody that has tried it so far, all of our I'm fans. taking some to the Super Bowl. You yep. sending some out to Atlanta when we go down there? Yeah, I'm gonna go. need I'm gonna need a I'm gonna need a uh, an 18 wheeler. Can you hook me up with an 18 wheeler? <laughs> you know, I'll sleep in the back. We'll put all the equipment down there. Put all the sky energy. You exactly. know, we'll head right down Peachtree, right in down there, all the way into Atlanta. We'll go everywhere. We'll go to the clubs. We'll go over to <laughs> plenty of energy and plenty of change. We'll just take it everywhere. You know, man. Exactly. speaking of clubs, I do believe that we have somebody 
that is putting together an amazing. You mean like the best party in Philly? The best party in Philly. Because there's no Super Bowl in Philly this year, yeah. but this thing will be there again. And we, I don't know if you guys are already planning on going, but. Did the one tell you that? No, she did. She's not going. Okay, we, I'm, just, I'm just asking. Make we sure. should, well, since you're here, if you guys are available and want to go, the hair of the dog. Have you heard of hair of the dog? Party, no, tell me. And it's the most amazing fundraiser of the year. We have gone, I don't know how many years in the row now. This is the 25th anniversary of the hair of the dog. Well, we're not going to tell you about it. Why don't we let someone Let's else Let's bring in Buffy. Buffy's the lady in charge. Hi, how are you? Buffy, let me get your name. Hadakitas, right? Hadakitas. That's right. I had some of that earlier. I had some of that earlier. I had a little uh, pita with it. uh, (laughs) Yeah, it was good. A little hummus. It was good. A little tzatziki. Exactly. (laughs) Yeah, that's what I'm talking about. Is that going to be on the menu at Hair of the Dog Saturday night at the Crystal Tea Room, which is one of my favorite venues up on top of Macy's? What a great venue. And I'm glad you guys are back there this year. It's great. Uh, we are, too. It is our favorite venue. This is our third time there at the Crystal Tea Room. They do an amazing job. It's so exclusive and elegant. Perfect setting for our 25th anniversary of Hair of the Dog. And Saturday night, tickets are still available at hairofthedog.com. But you've got T-Pain is going to be performing this year. Really? What? Yeah, T-Pain is really? going to be in the house. Yeah. And then there's like we, side rooms we where there's going to be DJs. Yeah, we have T-Pain and Party Favor performing with some local DJs as well. And the proceeds go to the Morris Animal Refuge this year. Oh, yeah. We'll also be receiving a citation from the city of Philadelphia for all of our efforts over the years uh, with all the charities that we've worked with. So we're really excited about that as well. Tony gets citations all the time from the parking department. Yeah, exactly. I'd say I'm on their frequent uh, drive, free, frequent ticket club. Yeah. No, you yeah. know the, the Morris, <laughs> the Morris Animal um, Rescue. That's where we brought our squirrels that we found. Yes, yes, we have. We've worked with those people yes. as well. I still can't Great. believe you were freaking feeding four squirrels in the house. We took squirrel, th- these four squirrel babies. I, yeah, were she born was on our street. I, I rescued four baby squirrels whose mother had been killed. And um, I I was bottle feeding them. Mm-hmm. She almost really? breastfed them, but that, I said that's a little too. <laughs> I got a little too freaking weird. Yeah, we we're on camera here. That's why yeah. uh, we can have that. Let me. They, <laughs> if I could have, I would have. They were so freaking adorable, they and were. I it was sad to have to give them up. But they they were able to be um, brought back out into the wild after their rehab, and it was fantastic. So. They do a fantastic job. Well, you can put some uh, tickets for my wife and I. I think we would like to be there. The great Lee Waddell and his wife who do a lot of great charity. It's a great event. I mean, we've been there probably, what, 10 times at least of the 25 years? I was there last year. It was incredible. Robin, uh, Luigi was there last year. It's a great event. Everybody who's anybody goes. It's it's been called the best party in Philly year after year. There's no doubt. There is no doubt. There's nothing better. And what time does it start? Now it's at... uh, Yes. Yes, it starts at 8 o'clock. We have uh, 8 o'clock until 1 a.m. We'll be at the Crystal Tea Room. We have open bar packages all night long. We have a few bottle service tables still available. And uh, we have elegant, exclusive catering by the Crystal Tea Room. Mm -hmm. Amazing entertainment and all for a good cause. So we do hope to see everyone out there on Saturday night at the Crystal Tea Room for our 25th anniversary of Hair of the Dog. And we have to remind people that every ticket that they purchase is a tax write-off. So not only are you getting to go to this amazing event where you would never be able to recoup the cost for being, for being entertained by such 
amazing um, entertainment, but the food and the drinks and the location and the people. And, That's a good and pe- the people. You're like, a people right. watcher, and you get to because people them. like to watch me when I go out because I dress up pretty. I look like a slob tonight. <laughs> Hopefully, my head will be healed, and I'll get this bandage <laughs> off the top of my head, and I won't well, look you know, like a vagrant walking off the street like a homeless dude. Well, you know but me, you, man. We go out to events, tone. You know who does, real who does it right though? Oh. oh, come on! I have never shown up half stepping once, man. No. I am. I had Michael Irvin step out from NF, from the NFL media party. Go, that man right there knows how to dress. But that All right. was not because of you. That was because of our. We do have yeah. We do have prizes for the best dress this year, and definitely everyone loves to dress up and get down and rock the red carpet. And it's definitely a not to be missed, be seen event. We have all the local Philadelphia paparazzi wow. that will be there snapping their cameras on our red carpet. And we can't wait to see you guys. So we're happy that you guys are coming again. And year after year, you definitely rock the red carpet. So I can't wait to see what you guys wear this year. I got a, well, special, you, uh, a special announcement, too. Well, we have a breaking news? Yeah, of course. Because also, also helping us out, helping everyone else out to help rock the red carpet is our board, Michael, from Dominico's. He's also giving me the okay. So anyone who wants to go down there for the formal wear, 100 bucks, tuxedo, out the door. Wow. wow. Done. Wow. Soup, the, is, nu- this, soup the nuts. Awesome. Yeah, this is, this is like world-class wow. stuff. So this friend is where of the Tony Bruno Show. You anything in the store. Really? Anything, anything, anything in the wow. store. 100 bucks, out the door. You just got to show your, you know, you're going to the red, you know, show your ticket purchase to, to, uh, the, hair of the, to the hair of the dog. 100 bucks, soup the nuts. Out now the remind door. people how they can still purchase tickets, Tony. Or Buffy. Go right. to hairofthedog.com on the website, right? That's right. It's hairofthedog.com. We still have some tickets available, and we have different packages for all different budgets and ages, and we hope to see everyone there on Saturday night. So it's hair o the dog, That's not right. of the dog. Correct. hair o the dog. hair o the dog. Yep, hair o the dog. It's an old saying where you chase your... Hangover with another drink. So yep. the name for the event actually we know it well. came from. It's <laughs> I chased her all over the Hilton lobby that night. <laughs> I did. Luigi's hair of the dog was at like 3 a.m. at the Melrose that dog Diner. Was, that dog was biting me for three days straight. <laughs> yeah. Yep, so get ready to wag your tail off on Saturday night. Woof, woof. Thanks woof. for having me on the show, guys. And our great friend Jen Sherlock every year does a great job yep. working on this. She's phenomenal. We love her to death. So, Buffy, thank you so oh, much. Oh, we love Jen, too. I... We'll see you on Saturday night, Buffy. Thanks so much for, again, coming on and uh, helping, especially with the folks over there at the Morris Animal Refuge. They don't, they, they don't turn down any animals. Nope. They take care of dogs, cats, everything, and squirrels. And squirrels. so many, uh, they, it's volunteers that are over there. Um, there's usually only, well, like, one veterinarian and wow. one animal behavioralist, but all the rest of them are... are um, uh, volunteers and they're there 24 7 and you know I mean, what their survival you know what their survival save rate for animals is 97 wow. percent really of the animals Tired of my take. survival rate my that's my, I'm, I'm like at 60 percent now <laughs> what are you that's talking incredible. about i'm day to day you've been doubtful since 87 what are you talking about man <laughs> Jesus, I'm on the injury yeah, report this we week. Them. Oh, we chose them because of their save rate and also because they are America's oldest animal shelter and we like to keep it at home with Philadelphia local charity. So we're really happy to be supporting them. So get those tickets at hairothedog.com and I can't wait to see you guys on Saturday. You too, Buff. You always look great. You're going to be hard to beat again. Even though you're running this thing, you're always one of the best-dressed <laughs> ladies at the event. You have to be. You run the thing. Oh, <laughs> 
Yeah, thank you so much. I can't wait to debut my new dress this year, so I'm really excited about that. Thank you, Buffy. We'll see you Saturday. There she is. Let's give her a roaring round of applause. <laughs> Buffy Hadakitas. I wonder if they're going to have any uh, baklava or uh, what's some of the other great Greek desserts? Uh, they have so much food at the Crystal It's not Greek food. It's like everything. I like yeah. those grape leaves that are like the... Now, what are those called? Here, I just have to say one more thing about Buffy. Yes. I mean, just a normal person, mm-hmm. she decided to, to do this special event every single year that over the years has benefited several different organizations. Yep. Wow. But how amazing that she has grown this now mm-hmm. and it's 25 years long and she has wow. raised over the years millions yep. wow. for a variety of different organizations. And you know what it is Fantastic. about charity. Everybody asks you for money to do things and right. help. But when you have a charity that, that has big events that anybody can go to, you know, this right. is like... But the who's who of Philadelphia yep. shows yep. up for this. Right. And so a lot of people want to go out to big events and they say, oh, I can't get in there, you know, because right. it's like VIP only. Anybody can get yeah. into this. Anybody who wants to buy a ticket, great cause, it's great charity. it's not outrageously priced. No, great right. talent. You got entertainment. You got DJs. You got separate rooms. It's, it's an amazing... Oh, they got great... They got the auctions, too. The great silent auctions yep. that are going on. They got Absolutely. so many amazing things you can I think they on. have Lee Wardall's Ru- uh, Super Bowl rings going to be put up. <laughs> right. <laughs> no, I don't think so. I don't think so. We might have the Eagles going. Not that way. The Eagles have the duplicates sitting no, up there. No, no, they'll have so a you lot. you can look at it. And all the local sports teams always contribute, and there's always great stuff, and there'll be a lot right. of Eagles paraphernalia and, and great stuff there. I, I love this event. Yeah. We had we actually we actually there's another event we do which is the Red Ball. Mm-hmm. Where a couple of years ago yeah, we were Red at Balls. the Final Four and we flew back yep. wow. from Houston the year Villanova won it the first time just to be at the at the at the Red Ball over at, at Lincoln Financial Field wow. for that event. So we love doing charity events. The big ones are always great. Always good to see a lot of people that you don't get a chance to meet, yeah. who listen to the show, who you know, who get a chance to come out and say hi. Right. Well, I mean, you, 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 you've been on the mic for forty-five years. I mean, there's plenty of people walking around that, that know your voice and know who you are. So no, it's, it's, it's nice fun, to, and I love meeting people. Right. I'm not one of these guys that goes hides in the corner and says no. You know, I have my posse pushing people away. No, that was me. That was you. That was yeah, me. Yeah, that yeah. was me doing that. You big timing people. I don't do that. Stuff. Oh, that's what it was, man. <laughs> Try to get some sushi, bitch. <laughs> no, it was. No, it was cool. What, what were we doing last year? We were. Um, we were standing around with. Uh, was it John Runyon and a few of his people? Yeah. And yeah. then a couple of your John. former colleagues. No, there's everybody. So there. it was. It was a good time. I wonder if Mike Jarek's going to show up this week. Oh, he'll be there. He better be there. Trust yeah, me, he'll, he'll be, be there. there. He better Mike. be Mike. I haven't seen Mike in forever. I used to see him like every week. I know. Well, you were on the show all the time. I don't get up anymore. They called me to go on Fox 29. I'm saying, Well, the last time we were on with them, we were in Minnesota. That's right. At the Super Bowl. Mike Mike and uh, And Alex. uh, Alex Holly were up there in the the mall with nobody around. Yeah. Except for us. Except for us at 6 30 in the morning. And he said, Can you come over and do the show? Please. I said, Dude, I was was up all night. I said, Well, come on. So I was in the Mall of America, and it's quiet. All the stores are closed. Pitch black. And there's Alex and Mike sitting there in an empty mall, and their voices are reverberating everywhere. Yeah, but he threw us under the bus. For not wanting to go ice fishing. I know. It was minus 19 degrees I wanted outside. to go ice fishing. We didn't have any time. These people, you know, the TV people go out all day and they go out and have fun and do ice fishing <laughs> and the, the sledding and tobogganing, right? We're on Radio Row. Slaving over hot mics. Slaving over a hot If we mic. had some of this Sky Energy last year, we would have been able to do I it. Know. That's the Where problem, was that last year when we needed Sky Energy on Radio Row? Hanging out back here. This now, will be prominently available on Radio Row. Last thing before you go, yeah. because there's so many people that are tuning in. Um, uh, Randy Dillon on Facebook Live is asking, um, Hey, Lee, what about the 1992 Westchester University Golden Rams football team and the WCU athletic training staff? 
Oh yeah, the training staff was tremendous at Westchester <laughs> University. They were, they were tremendous. I mean, they helped me out a lot. So they helped me keep my career going on to the NFL. So they were great. They were a great group of, of uh, trainers that were there. Top he, trainers. Absolutely. So one of your trainers is looking for some love now? Is that what it is? <laughs> yeah, they're trying to make me give a holler out. Give a holler out to Westchester trainers. <laughs> there you go. Who the fuck is that guy? <laughs> no, you know, there's a... Like, oh, come on. I had did to, you, man. Did you have to? I had to, You know, man. that's his favorite sound effect now, right? You know, the one from... Uh, Let me, what was that again? Who the fuck is that guy? No, no, that's a... <laughs> That's what's his we face. We do that. It's the Conor McGregor. Anytime somebody comes on and nobody knows who's like, who the is that yeah. guy? Conor McGregor said <laughs> like that once, and that, so that's one of our favorite sound bites, even though you really can't play that on real radio. We this don't is care. real radio. Well, I mean, it's on, our radio. Like on the exactly. regular radio. We can yeah. do whatever we want on this show. So now, Lee, what's next for you now after you, after you leave here? Sky what's Energy. Sky Energy. Well, I'm going to go Atlanta? home right. and I'm going to spend some time with my family and mm-hmm. make sure that we have some family time. And uh, we'll get up early in the morning, and we'll be back at the same thing again. Of course, my wife will be going to work, and I'll be... You going to Hair of the Dog Saturday night? Yes, we're there. We're there, right, honey? Hair of the Dog. Oh, look. See, it's easy for a guy. And you're going to win the best dress. Can I just say... See, they don't just say they're going to show up. Wait a minute. Now, she's been in magazines and everything for... They said she's never repeated an outfit, (sighs) never been photographed twice. You know what I'm going to do, I'm going to hook you up. Hook me up. I'm taking it to the Dominicos myself. That'll I'm gonna hook you up. I'm Please, gonna get you yeah. set up. I'm, I'm gonna take. That's I'm gonna right. take Carrie on a Tony Bruno got show. Some unbelievable stuff, man. We wore to the Super Bowl. People were stopping us at the Super Bowl at parties. Michael you, Irvin was coming. Literally stopped. He goes, "Now that man knows how to dress." Really? I'm telling you, yeah. Mike. Yeah. I'm Barber. telling you, bro. You know, Mike, was you know Mike likes to dress, right? Oh, oh I've known yeah. Mike forever. He was like, "Look at this coat." Seriously, right. I'm this telling was, you, man. This was at media night when Mike was dressed in a. Nobody dresses like Mike. He had like some bear. Jacket right. yeah. and a leopard print. <laughs> I had this sick on plaid, double breasted. It was nasty, man. Really? Oh, it was nasty. It was, it was awesome. nasty. Oh nasty. It was awesome. Got to show you pictures, man. Yeah, the goes sure up there on Frankfurt pictures. Avenue, Tell Mayfair, man. I'm gonna best. take him up there. I gotta go pick up your tux. So, Lee, I'll get with you. Maybe we can meet up on Friday. I'll bring you down there myself. That'll work. And we'll uh, we'll, we'll get you set up. You gonna get my Appreciate stuff for me, man? I'll take care of you, man. I told Make sure you. something nice, real nice. Now, pick out something real. Yeah, nice. Yeah, pick out something real nice for yourself too. <laughs> <laughs> take care. Don't worry. About it. I'll, make a, I'll make a call on Norm tomorrow. We'll we'll get it all straightened out. Don't worry about it. Believe me, last year to make sure that you don't look better than him. So. No, no, no. But the last year we had. I'm not even going. Last year work. we went to the Super Bowl, Minnesota. We had three different tuxedo outfits and different pairs of shoes. Just to go to the Super Bowl. Wow. These two Nuts. were the best dressed men on Radio Row. No doubt about sure. it. Really? No yeah. doubt about it. That's clean. We got go. pictures. I mean, we got pictures. Well, some Documented. Some we can't show. Them. Yeah, no. That Drew Rosenhaus party was a little out of control. <laughs> yes, it was. <laughs> if you want to have a good time, just hang out with you guys. That's oh, what yeah. I'm you hang out with me, Mike. All, they're all my boys, man. They all. I'm like the Pied Piper Radio Row, man. People would call me and ask me to get them in parties back in the day. Yep. When I was in L.A., I'd, I'd get to parties, and then i have all these quarterbacks, all these NFL players. Hey, man, I heard you know where the party is. Can you get me in? <laughs> I'm not kidding, man. Hey, not, I can believe that. I, can, I, before we le- I don't have that kind of swag anymore, but I did at once. Before we let Lee go, though, we got to get his official picks here, man. Yes. Oh, my God. Final four. Wait a minute. Fi- first, I got to ask you, A.B., is he going to the 49ers? Because that's the rumor now. Antonio Brown. People are saying San Francisco is where he's going to go. I mean, obviously, they have to make a deal with the, with the Steelers. Well, you know, that would be a good fit for him, to be honest with you. Just think about it. The running backs go down. He's, 
it's a great fit for him. But is Garoppolo going to be ready by week one where he's already not going to be pissed off at Nick Mullins throwing the ball to him? <laughs> that's, the, that's the real question because he's got to sustain that first month of football when Garoppolo's still starting to get back in the swing of things. It's very true. It's very true. But I think that A.B., go there. That's a good fit for him. Okay. That's, that should be a good fit. It's a need. You know, you want to fulfill a need, you know, and I think he can fulfill He will be the number one out there, no problem. Yeah, he will. He will be the number Definitely. one. All right. Who do you like this weekend, man? <sighs> You're going to put me under this pressure. There's right? no pressure, There's no man. pressure here, stupid. man. But just make a know, pick. It, it, it's hard to make a pick. No, you it's got not. New England and Kansas City, and like you said, who do you want? You want Kansas City? Oh, here we go. <laughs> oh, my goodness. I say that New England – going to pull it out. Yep. They're going to pull it out because you got a veteran quarterback. And veteran no, Andy Reid's ready, man. Andy he is. Reed's ready. He is. Ready to what? Lose another one? No, he no. Is. Come on, man. And Love Andy Reid. I said that it was – I actually said at the beginning of the year that it was Drew Brees' year. It's the same thing. I, said I love right Drew Brees, too. It's hard to root against I said you. there's something about him playing – the way he's playing this year is just like – it's almost like he just wants it and nothing's going to stop him. So I'm seeing him play, and I'm watching how he's moving, how he's into the game, how he's just like, it's his year. I'm, I think. Oh, I think they year. beat the Rams. I didn't too. like the fact that the, how you know I wish that if it was going to be a great game, it was going to be a blowout game to show what he can do. But then you know what they do? They have one down game, and then the next game they come and they explode and show you what they got. So I think it's going to be New England, and then of course the Saints. Saints. So you're going to go with the favorites, man. That's just so easy to do. Nah, just so I'm easy. just saying. You're <laughs> He's coming from the field. No, you know, I got the stat right here about, about home teams. Home teams in title games, 10-0 straight up. Wow. 8-2 against the spread. So that's why I like the Kansas City Chiefs here. The Patriots are 0-2 yeah, on the road in championship games. Again, that doesn't mean it's going to happen But those again. 10-0 teams, most of those games were played by Tom Brady at home in Foxborough. Right. Yeah, but he lost to two that he didn't play I understand that, but what I'm and saying is... he's not it, playing in Foxborough. I know, but he's going up to Kansas City, and it's a very winnable... Again, that defense has been decimated. That, the offense is no problem. Kansas City can score. Mm -hmm. The problem is stopping anybody from scoring. But that yeah. defense shut down Andrew Luck in the hot Colts offense. I'm yeah, <laughs> hot Colts offense coming the from... The Colts were on fire going dome, into that that's game. That's a dome team in a Frozen tundra. Yeah, no, yeah. I get that. It's a I get that. It's I told a huge you difference. Their defense played lights right. out. They did. They played really, yeah. really well. I'll tell you one thing for sure, though. Tom Brady's not going to stand back there for 15 seconds like he did last weekend. I mean, he had no pressure. That first half of that game last Sunday was too easy. But Listen, I got, I got, it was I maybe a, the I easiest half question. of football What's that? that Tom what? Brady's ever played. But I have one question though. What has Kansas City's quarterback been tested? No. And when he did, what happened? Well, he's good. No, listen, the yeah, kid's young. I, I, he's going to be great. I, they haven't really thrown. Uh, I think a lot of people were afraid the fact that first he's he's a runner. Mm -hmm. He's a runner. No, but and he's he got has all great, the tools, man. And he has great. Yes, he does. But remember, remember when Cam Newton had all the tools going into the game. And then when they started to put that blitz on him and they started to blitz him from all over and do all these things. Right. I'm telling you, Belichick is a, is a mastermind at not showing what he's going to do, 
gives you so much, wins just to win, and then when he knows he has to give it all to give it up, you're going to see they're going to come after him. They're going to test him. They're going to see if he can take the blitz, if he can take off the corner, if he can send one off the corner coming in the middle. They're sending the house at him. Well, don't forget that they played early in the season. 43-40 New England in Foxborough was the score of that game. Right. Tom Brady had like pedestrian numbers, but Sony Michelle put up a great game, the, the young running right. back, the rookie. Yes. Matt Mahomes in that game threw for about 380 yards, four touchdowns, two interceptions, mm-hmm. because he didn't do much on the ground. They were right. able to contain him. So, so Belichick's going to go back there and look at that tape, and he's going to be able to find a way to keep from Mahomes killing him with the legs and just try to figure a way not to get beat over the top right. by guys like Tyreek Hill. Oh, that, I no. think it's going to be a great game. That's one thing I think we can it say. Will. This is not going to yeah. be a dis- This no. isn't going to be like that no. game last weekend yeah. in New England. No. And, and that was the worst playoff game. Yeah. I've seen in decades. It looks like the Charters didn't even want to be there. I know. It really looked like the Charters didn't didn't even want to be there. I took the the Chargers to go play the Saints in the Super Bowl and eventually lose to Drew Brees. I picked that three weeks before the preseason started. And when when the Chargers came out there, the first 10 minutes of that game, I was like, did they even want to play? They didn't right. look like they want to show up. No, it was yeah. awful. It was an awful performance. It was terrible. Yeah, they give just, the Patriots credit. Of course. They put zero pressure on Brady. Yeah. Seriously, Brady could have been 60 years old right. and made those plays. <laughs> right. I could have made those throws. What, what kills me is And that- he didn't even throw to Gronkowski <laughs> the entire first half. They didn't even have one target, and they had 28 points on the board. Well, the one thing, too, and, and Lee playing on the defense side of the ball, like – you know, with, with Brady, you gotta push, you gotta pressure him up the middle. Yeah. Exactly. You know, but what did they do? They no kept pressure. sending Bosa and Ingram off the end. Yeah. That's yeah, not that's, how you no, attack that's Tom. Not gonna win. No. Ridiculous, man. So anyway, there you have it. He likes he likes the Saints, Tony, to win it all. I and like the Saints too. I like the Saints, but I'm gonna take uh You Andy taking Reed. Reed. Saints Chiefs. Yep. Saints Chiefs. Because Nick Lowry know. said so. I like Nick the Lowry. Chiefs. <laughs> I, I, do, I do like the Chiefs. You know why I like the Chiefs? I do like the Chiefs because of and, and I like the Chiefs because of the quarterback. He, I love the quarterback. He's, he's very. I, I mean, love Pat he's I've great, never he's seen a guy player. be able to throw the ball the way he does no. on the move. I mean, no. every throw. It's it, it, again. It's, it's him playing shortstop has yeah. enabled him to do that. He can make these little flick underneath throws. Yeah. And the velocity that comes off of his yeah. fingertips. Yeah. It's um, it's incredible, man. Because yeah. there's a lot of good young quarterbacks that come into the league, but there's very few good quarterbacks who come into the league and from the first snap that they ever play, yeah. look like they belong yeah. there. And he belonged there from the first yep. snap. It was the same thing like Aaron Rodgers. I mean, again, he he sat behind far for a while, but the second yeah. he this stepped on the field, anybody. no, but the second he stepped <laughs> on the field, you knew. Right. Well, you knew. It's the same thing with Mahomes. You knew. When, when Lee Steinberg brought him by prior to him being drafted, he he took us aside and he goes, man, this, this kid's the real thing. Right. I think this, what might have happened dude, was... This is special. It might right. have been the same kind of thing they did to Nick Lowry. I think Andy Reid might have sat him in the, in, the, uh, in the locker room and said, listen, if you mess up, I'm going to rip your fucking head off. <laughs> <laughs> That's exactly what it was. No pressure or nothing. No pressure. <laughs> that was a Pro Bowl Not game where $5,000 was on a line. That's a big thing. <laughs> yeah. That was great. He, he missed that part of the Nick. He came yeah, in right at the end. Of it. Well, he was talking Lee, about when Terry, he played in the pro. I cannot thank you guys enough for stepping on down to our humble abode here. Yeah, we appreciate Fabulous it, guys. moonshine. And, you got uh, to have fried chicken, see oh, Big yeah. Rube again. You got to get invited to the hair of the dog. Exactly. I mean, where else are you going to go out on a Wednesday night and get this kind of action? And I By the way, spend some time with you guys. That's the, be- that's that's the, the best, best part. thing. Best part is spending time with you guys. But I, I love how, like, you said, yeah, sure, I want to go. So the, this is a big, huge event. Yes. Right. Two days away. Right? Three no, days. Excuse three me. Days. Three days. Saturday three days night. away. Saturday night, three days away. So there's three shopping days for a woman. A guy puts on a suit. Probably, I mean, you're going to be <laughs> dressed up to the nines through Domenico's, but right. you probably have some stuff that but you But your wife's not going to go out and buy a dress, right? Oh, she's going to yeah. go out and buy She shook her head, yeah. But here's the she's thing. She's going to make her. She's going to make her own dress. You're going to make this your is, own dress? She's going to, oh, God. This is oh, okay. She's going to have somebody make a dress. See, here's oh, the God. thing. She's not like, off the rack on this. Is, no, 
She's not going to uh, Boscov's. She's not going to uh, what's the what's Nordstrom Rack. This is not simple. Like he's just, oh yeah, sure, no problem. We'll go. I see her face and she's like, oh crap. Now I got I have 48 that. hours to get ready for this. <laughs> like, I have to get a new dress. That's an eternity. Shoes, like, oh, no. I got time for that. Yeah. <laughs> 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 well, Lee, you're I'm glad you're on the Sky Energy team, man. Hey, you're actually you. like my boss on the Sky. You're like above me in the pecking order on Sky Energy. It's I'm like, you're great, the capo. Uh, actually, Ed's the capo. Right. And you're like the, uh, well, you're on all this mob stuff. So what's right. the guy after the capo? What's the pecking order the in the mob? The consigliere. I'm the Italian I'm, I'm guy. I'm basically like a bag man right now. That's what yeah, you're a bag man. I'm a bag man, yeah. I'm at least a, a corporal. What no, did you say? Corporal? Yeah. Nah, you're more like the consigliere. I'm a lieutenant? Yeah, like a lieutenant. <laughs> consigliere is the lawyer, right? Well, I hate lawyers. I don't want to be the consigliere. <laughs> I want to be the... Uh... You want to be the Don? It takes a little time to be no, the Don. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Come on, man. Yeah, you don't... Heavy's the head, wears the crown not... type of thing, Tony. You know what I mean? <laughs> well, your name is Bruno. <laughs> I am a made man, after all. Come on. I was banging cheerleaders when you were... What was the line from The Godfather? I was banging cheerleaders two at a time when you were back in, when you were still in, uh, in diapers. Something like Thank that. You. I don't follow. I don't watch any of those mob movies, man. But you have I'm an underboss, yeah. Underboss. There you go. Underboss. I'm a mob lieutenant. Meanwhile. Meanwhile. <laughs> well, thanks, Lee. We'll see you uh, at the hair of the dog. Now, we're going to bring some Sky Energy to hair of the dog. We should. We need to get this product yeah. out there, Ed. I'm sick and tired of being the only guy who door to door for Sky Energy. <laughs> Jack, I'm knocking on doors I'm over here. I'm knocking on doors like I'm some... Political hack trying to get you to vote for me. Don't worry, you won't have to. <laughs> Give it a few months, you won't have to. Trust us. <laughs> no, we're going to have some in Atlanta at the because Sky Energy is going to be uh, the official sponsor of the Tony Bruno Radio you, Road Show. Do you realize everybody, everybody's going to be coming over to the Tony? Like, hey, hey, uh, we've been here since six a.m. Do you have any more of that Sky Energy? <laughs> <laughs> That's how it happens. <laughs> yeah, seriously, our our location at Radio Row is the best for swag. It Whenever is. we have great products, right. people not remember it's stuff that people haven't heard of. Right. So that's how that's what marketing's about. Right. Whether it was the uh, thin optics that we did for so many years, everything we bring to radio world, people are like, "Wow, that stuff's amazing!" And they come back looking for it again year after year. Right. This year it's going to be Sky Energy. That's right. All Sky. up and down. Yep. The ATL in the dirty South. Cocaine is <laughs> a hell of a drug. Damn right, man. The dirty, we're going. Ludacris is going to come by. We're going to hook Luda up. Jermaine Dupree Luda and Jermaine Dupree are the the performers down there welcome to Atlanta where the players play everybody and the sky energy goes all night and day are they the Madden they're the Madden they're the Madden performers yeah yeah Yeah. you know I'll be there I know you will be you know why I'll be at the Madden because you're on the back of the damn game you're damn right because you're in the game (laughs) you're literally in the game I am in the game you ever, have you ever played Madden? Yes. You, have, you, have you played Madden 05, 06, and 07? No. I'm in you that You never game played Madden 05, 06, 07? <laughs> I, I wasn't a big game player. Come on, man. Everybody asked me to play that game. I was like, Come oh, on. okay, I'm not really in. You got Ray it, Lewis Hall of Famer on the front, <laughs> and you turn it over, and there's Tony Bruno, yes, Philly Homeboy on the yeah, back. Exactly. On the back of the box. <laughs> How many people you know are on the Madden box? <laughs> not too many. Other than Mike Vick and like the, the star players on the front. Yeah. How many people you know on the back of the box? <laughs> You. I Who just met you. The the <laughs> That's exactly what they did. They were turning around. <laughs> um, let's go to break. Let's let Lee get the heck out of here. He's got to get his right, wife exactly. home. That's right, man. She's got to go grass. She's got to yeah, no, get number. busy getting ready, man. That's right. <laughs> it takes time. <laughs> hey, I've enjoyed myself. It's been... Let's put I've your hands together. Absolutely, man. great. Linebacker, former Niners. Westchester University's own. 
and a man who came back to his roots here in Philadelphia, PA, man, in the Keystone State. He could have been anywhere. But he yeah. chose to be here. That's right. Lee, thanks, man. Hey, thank you. Appreciate and it. here he comes, ladies and gentlemen. Big Rube! Big Rube in the house! He gets an actual round of applause. Yes, he does, man. Man's been out back of moonshine cooking chicken all goddamn day. And now he's got himself a cocktail. What are you drinking now, Big Rube? That's exactly right, That's man. Right. What's up, Rube? Big Rube. Up, always giving love. Miss Rob, Big Rube. Now, how many... Big Rube's always worn out by the end of the night. As he's we shot. Like to say. That man is shot. He's wore out, man, because he busts his ass all day. Okay, now be careful of my camera. Oh, that's all right. Big, you all right, Rube? Yeah. Remember house party? Let me bump my damn table, Rube. All right, come on. <laughs> <laughs> Can we go to break? Can we please yes. go to break? Yeah, we got a break. lot of stuff to get into. I need to get the sky and, and my crock, my we band, got 13 my, my sky, energy, sky, and vodka. Be up all night. No, that's what I, I, do. I do. We have our own drink. We have Tony's Blue Skies. Tony's Blue Skies. Yeah, so it's sky, energy, drink, and vodka. Gotcha. There you go. All Tony's I know is Blue Skies. That's a good blend. We're 13 minutes left in the show, and we got an hour and 15 minutes left to freaking work we got to get into. No, so. we don't. Yeah, we do. We got a lot of stuff to do still. We, we did everything. No, we got another call to take in the second hour. Oh, okay. We do need to take a call. So Who we let's call? Go. Who's calling? And everybody needs to go pee, certain so let's repossession take a break artists. so we can go back. Oh, okay. <laughs> I got to go pee, though, and blow my nose. Exactly. Right. <laughs> It'll only take me a minute. All right, so we're going to go to break. We'll be... <laughs> Stick around. We'll be right back. <laughs> let's all go to the lobby. Let's all go to the lobby. In a world of one million wrestling podcasts, there is a new shining star with great interviews, analysis, music, and, and me, Matt Coon, on total engagement. Go to any podcast platform to listen today.